7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Happy 999, everybody. Well, sort of. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, yesterday was 919. Today's 920, uh, 2019. And this is the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program out of the electric city known as Scranton, Pennsylvania, the one and only Joe Santorsa. Hey, buddy. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Because Scranton party don't stop. Scranton party don't stop. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I think there's a hopefully an impeachment party won't stop uh, coming up here. We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed, folks. And, of course, uh, we got our wires crossed a little bit. Rain was supposed to be off tonight, and she is. But her and Bob are off. But uh, I didn't realize that their plans got canceled. But I didn't want to cancel my plans with Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome, and thank you for helping out tonight. Hey, glad to be here. And your hubby uh, in slapping distance, uh, the one and only Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Both on loan, of course, from Mike Check Radio. Heard every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly with some guy named Adam Herbert. A-Bear? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But Herbert. yes, hello, and thank you for having me. Andy Her Herbert, I think. I think it's Andy Herbert does that show on Sundays. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know. I've never thought of calling him Andy Herbert, and now I don't think I'll ever stop. <laughs> but uh, I could make a promo. Yeah. Oh, hey, do it, do it. Yeah, just send it to him, and uh, you know, uh, just say I made a new promo. See if he catches it. <laughs> anyway uh so uh i'm i'm feeling a little giddy tonight because um this is pretty much one of the best infrastructure weeks we've had in a long time folks <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah um just when you think, think the part is infrastructure yeah just when you think the hits uh, have slowed down out of the corrupt crooked criminal trump administration well Someone, anybody got a whistle that they can blow right now? You got a whistle there? <laughs> no, um, uh, so, uh, I don't know. Now, let me see if I have a whistle sound effect uh, for our uh, whistleblower. Um, <laughs> here, I got, a, I got a boat whistle. <laughs> Wait, why won't it work? Uh, no. Hoghorn? Uh, <laughs> um, where the heck? I know I have a whistle somewhere. Um I don't know. For some reason, it's it's in another file location, and I, I cannot seem to locate it. Oh, you know what it is? It's one of those stupid files that I had to convert with iTunes to be able to play them. Anyway, never mind. Uh, 
whistleblower. Um, <laughs> okay, well let's let's get a rundown on this real quick because this is um, sounded very complicated at first um, to me, but once all the information started coming out. And we understand why this whistleblower, uh, you know, uh, is saying, um, "Hey, uh, there's some, there's some shit that Trump's doing that uh, that looks pretty criminal." And uh, Jim Acosta had a breakdown for it today. But we've got a lot of other audio to go with this. So here is, here's this. White House is still not commenting on the Wall Street Journal report that President Trump pressured the president of Ukraine about eight times to investigate Joe Biden during a phone call over the summer. Pressed on that call earlier in the day, the president did not deny that Biden came up during that phone conversation. All of this is raising questions for Democrats as to whether the president attempted to collude with a foreign power, this time Ukraine, to impact the 2020 election. Sitting in the Oval Office with Australia's Prime Minister, the President struggled to give straight answers about the mysterious government <laughs> official trying here. to blow the whistle on Mr. Trump's interactions with a foreign leader. First, the President described the whistleblower as partisan. Whether it's, ridiculous story, it's a partisan whistleblower. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't even have information. Then Mr. Trump said he didn't know the whistleblower. I don't know the identity of the whistleblower. I just uh -huh. hear it's a partisan person, meaning it comes out from another party. Cool story. Uh, but I don't have uh, any idea, but I can say that it was uh -huh. a totally appropriate conversation. It was actually a beautiful conversation. Oh, beautiful Democrats one. want to know if the complaint is about Mr. Trump's conversation with Ukraine's president over the summer and whether it delved into a potential 2020 rival, former Vice President Joe Biden. The Wall Street Journal reports Mr. Trump repeatedly pressured the Ukrainian president to investigate Biden during that discussion. Asked directly about that conversation earlier in the day, the president wouldn't answer the question. Did you discuss Joe Biden, his son, or his family with the uh, It doesn't matter what I discussed, but I will say this. Somebody ought to look into Joe Biden's statement. But the president seemed to invite a Biden inquiry. <laughs> so uh, somebody ought to look into that, and you wouldn't because uh -huh. he's a Democrat. And uh, the fake news doesn't look into things like that. It's a disgrace. Reminiscent of Mr. Trump's call on Russia to find Hillary Clinton's emails in 2016. I will tell you this. <laughs> Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Biden's ties to Ukraine have been a subject of interest inside Trump world for months. The president's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, admitted on CNN that he had spoken to Ukrainian officials about Biden after first denying it. Did you t ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No, actually, I didn't. You never asked anything about Joe Biden. You never asked anything about Joe Biden. The only thing I asked about Joe Biden is to get to the bottom of how it was that Lutsenko, who was appointed, right. dismissed the case against Antak. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. <laughs> Republicans have raised questions about Biden's threat to withhold aid to Ukraine over a Ukrainian prosecutor disliked by the Obama administration and alleged that had something to do with Biden's son Hunter's business dealings inside the country. An unproven connection. Uh, look, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Democrats fear the president or his associates have essentially invited Ukraine to meddle in the 2020 election. Not unlike Donald Trump Jr.'s meeting with a Russian attorney at Trump Tower in 2016. In 2017, the president defended his son's actions. Most people would have taken that meeting. 
It's called opposition research or even research into your opponent, but it's very standard where they have information and you take the information. And just like the Russia probe, there are inconsistencies in the president's comments on the whistleblower. The president claimed he had read the whistleblower complaint while saying others have. No, I haven't. It's, uh, it's, I, I just tell you, it is, everybody's read it. They laugh at it. President tried to change the subject today uh, and announced that the administration is imposing new sanctions on Iran's national bank to punish Tehran for an alleged strike on an oil refinery in Saudi Arabia. But even the president's own supporters uh, getting back to these questions about Ukraine are concerned about these new questions about the whistleblower and these possible connections to the Ukrainian president. Three different sources close to the White House earlier today told me Wolf, uh, that they believe Rudy Giuliani only made these matters worse. Uh, he made them better by zero percent. Um, <laughs> oh my God, this is such a mess. This is such a beautiful, beautiful mess. And you know, Trump. Uh, you know, Trump and Giuliani are taken from the same uh, playbook here. Um, he's partisan. I don't know who it is. You know, I didn't. I didn't ask, but I, but I did. Uh, and no, I didn't read, I didn't read it, but everybody read it and then they laughed at it. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Was that, um, whistle your sound effect? I am so sorry that it was that loud. Um, Susan <laughs> found a whistle. one nearly killed me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Susan brought it in here. I won't do it again. Susan was like, I found a whistle and, and I, okay. I had even had it pointed I just away from the mic. for it and just yeah. nearly blew out my eardrum. I'm like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I don't want that to happen. So, and I'm sure people's pets might have been going bonkers if they heard that too. My apologies, everyone. Uh, we'll blame Susan for it. Uh, yes, so. it's Susan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm blowing the whistle on Susan. So, <laughs> but uh, but oh my God, Joe. I, I mean, where do we begin after this? Impeachment. Well, well yeah, th- that too. But, um, you know, and I, before this happened today, Joe, I was listening to one of the fine old-time radio programs on, on the show, on the network, rather, uh, last night while going to bed, and it was an episode of the CBS Radio Mystery Theater from... Uh, Five one nineteen seventy four, and do you know what the significance of uh, that month is? That was the month. That was of that month. Yeah. Five one seventy four. Uh, that's when they uh, they started uh, uh, the the impeachment process. Against oh, okay. Nixon. Yeah, because I was going to say that August is when he resigned. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So, uh, but I was listening to the news from, uh, but May 9th is when they started it. But uh, you know, obviously it was uh, it was beginning then. But I found uh, the, this broadcast was from five one seventy four, and in it I said I decided well, and it's it's a guy whose name was he worked for. Um, Oh, where's the clip again? Um, Fulton Lewis III from... I forget what news service it was. It'll say in the clip. But I'm going to play that in, in place of the Green News Report tonight because it's it's about eight minutes long. But I thought everybody should hear it because, man, history repeats itself. You know? Um, 
just hearing all the crazy shit that's that's going on now uh but um but yeah this this yes if 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 this doesn't set up impeachment you know but the the bad thing about it is is this is what happens and i i want to know if uh, miles michelle or joe if you have any kind of insight on this from my understanding what you know if this whistleblower you know comes forward this uh it goes to the fbi and then from the fbi it goes to the doj and does mm-hmm. it go there and die with bar yeah or is yeah. there a way yeah. is there any way around um yes yes there's a way around it in the whistleblower law the first thing when a uh, credible complaint that's urgent comes up the head of the dni is supposed to uh give the complaint to congress okay okay now apparently within seven days i believe right yeah now apparently for some reason (laughs) we all know why the doj was brought into this which has no standing in the law at all but they were and he went to advice and they told him don't and he didn't and he won't so however if the whistleblower themselves wants to go directly to the congressional committee yeah he can arrange that with he could arrange that through the head of the dni and that would be a way around well you told me not to release the complaint you didn't tell me not to arrange to have the whistleblower himself there is a legal loophole there okay from yes. things I've heard, that might open up the whistleblower to criminal prosecution because it would not be past Barr or the White House or whatever to press, you know, and say, no, this does not qualify under whistleblower protection laws. You have violated the president's confidentiality and we're prosecuting it. Well, so. if they do it, if they do it that way, which is in the statute then that would protect him by the statute. Okay. Because it's right in the statute that he can, he can through the, the head of the, uh, through the head of the uh, national intelligence, he can arrange to go directly if he wishes. If he does that, he's doing it under the protection of the statute. Mm-hmm. And if it's arranged, it's deranged under the protection of the statute. Right. It would be a legal loophole. It would, but I'm still here from the things I'd heard from, I don't know, I, it was either Maddow or um, O'Donnell. They were saying that there's the, st- there, the, the White House or the Justice Department is still pushing to say this does not qualify under the, this person well, is not doing whistleblower stuff. Sure, sure. But again, um, again, this is under the statute. Oh, I get that. that. That he's allowed to do that, and and I I don't think anyone has really explored that loophole. Not to not to mention, <clears throat> if we all remember Daniel Ellsberg. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, okay. Oh God, um, Daniel Ellsberg. Uh, the Pentagon Papers. Pentagon Papers. Yes, thank you. Okay. They they tried to prosecute him. They weren't successful. 
Well, hmm. uh, so it, you know, it, it just fell apart. So I, you know, I, I really think that if if this whistleblower, and I think this is what's going to happen, comes forward in some fashion, is going to be the only resolution to this this logjam. Not that I think it's going to make a difference in the long run, but at least the story will get out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, it's, that's good. Oh, this is, uh, you know, I'm glad this is blowing up the way it is. And I'm glad Trump was forced to address it today, too. Um, because it, it's he's just so ugly, stupid, and pathetic when it comes to this. You know, this is a man who couldn't even say anything nice about Cokie Roberts and had to make it all about himself the other day. You know, she wasn't very good to me. She wasn't good to me. She's dead now. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm, put it. <laughs> I would love for this to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Here's my fear. Just like um, after every mass shooting, there's this flare-up, and then there's the interests just, you know, and it just goes away. And there have been so many things that have flared up on Trump that so many people have just said, well... This is it. There's no way his administration is going to survive this. Mm-hmm. And it just goes away. Well, I'm hoping this is the straw that breaks the back. I hope it is. You I know, just it, don't want to you know, pile all my hopes on it. Yeah, I, I don't either. But, you know, there's, there's one thing about this, and, and I swear to God, I, I, I didn't get the audio for it, uh, but Rain Share, and it's really long, but it was, it was uh, Megan McCain on The View, and she was sparring with, you know, everybody. Because she's Everybody. so nice. And Anna Navarro was on there too. And she kept coming back to saying, Oh, all these people on the left think that Julian Assange was great by doing what he did by le- leaking Hillary Clinton's emails. And I'm like, I have not met these people on the left. The only people I hear clucking and crowing about Julian Assange being a fucking hero are, oh, oh I don't know, InfoWars, Roger Stone, Trump. You know, I mean, the the right is in love with Julian Assange, and and she was like doing this fucking straw man argument, saying, "Oh well, if the left doesn't like Julian Ass- doesn't or, or if the left likes what Julian Assange did, now they they can't like what this whistleblower is doing here." And it's like, no, lady, the conservatives are in love with Assange. It's only a handful like you that aren't. You know, so don't pin that on us. The the love the the love for Assange is not coming from the left, not at all. Um, but uh, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, that was but that that was some painful stuff. But yeah, let's um, let's listen to Trump today. Uh, being well, he was with the Australian uh, Prime Minister, or they have a president over there, Aust- Prime Minister, right? Where in Australia? Ukraine? Australia. Oh, Australia. Yeah, Prime Minister. Prime Minister. I wasn't sure if it was Prime Minister or President. I thought it was Prime Minister. Um, um, modeled after British government, I suppose. Um, but uh, anyway, this is Trump, uh, you know, being asked about it. And he's it's so meandering and stupid. And we already heard a little bit of it in the Acosta clip. But here we go. You want to address this whistleblower story? What story? Uh, the whistleblower. What story? story? It's a partisan whistleblower. Uh, 
shouldn't even have information. Uh, I've had conversations with many leaders that are always appropriate. I think Scott can tell you that. Always appropriate. At the highest level, always appropriate. And anything I do, I fight for this country. I fight so strongly for this country. Uh, it's just another uh, political hack job. That's all it is. On that point, did you discuss Joe Biden, his son, or his family with the uh, It doesn't matter what I discussed. Oh. I will say this. Somebody ought to look into Joe Biden's statement because it was disgraceful where he talked about uh, billions of dollars that he's not giving to a certain country unless a certain prosecutor is taken off the case. So uh, somebody no. look into that and you wouldn't because he's a Democrat and uh, the fake news doesn't look into things like that. It's a disgrace. But I had a I had a great conversation with numerous people. I don't even know exactly who you're talking. About. Let me just pause it right there. Let's talk about what the fake news uh, won't talk about. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. the things that Democrats do that fake news won't talk about. How about any time Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez farts? Mm-hmm. How about any time you know? Um, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, uh, you know, anyone? Ilhan you know, Omar. Uh, Ilhan Omar. Yeah, Ilhan Omar. I mean the the breathtaking coverage on every network about what she said regarding nine eleven and how it was twisted. The only people who think it's important to keep talking about that and twisting it into pretzels to fit their agenda is right-wing media because she didn't say what they said she said um anytime there there is you know something anti-semitic that perceived anti-semitism from from uh from a democrat it's everywhere for weeks you know and it's like you know it's inescapable yet trump like you said, uh, who said that? Miles, I think you said it. Um, the you know you, you're f- afraid that you know it's like we're getting scandal fatigue out of this, mm-hmm. and it's like oh you never talk about anything nice. Well, you're goddamn lucky that the press isn't talking about all the ugly shit you do all the time. I mean, because if if. <laughs> If all, oh my God! But yeah, I mean, every, there's so much shit that it, that's covered, you know, and it's always it's always the negative shit from Democrats that people cover in all the major media outlets. You know, there's nothing, you know, like that. You know, I mean, how about that moment, which is very important and news newsworthy, newsworthy. Um, newsworthy is that you know Kamala Harris, the the second Second Amendment doofus, stood up. In, you know, well, she was on a talk show the other day, and gave one of the greatest, most succinct points on curbing gun violence, and nothing. I mean, that was huge. That was a huge statement she made. I mean, that was you know, I mean, it was it was you couldn't argue it. You couldn't argue and say that she was wrong, you know. But that's that doesn't make news. I, did she, didn't she get like a standing over that? Or yeah, there was like but, a, a loud, long cheer or applause. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. Kind of, yeah, and like you said, you know, fatigue over gun violence. Well, you know what? Get Kamala Harris on to talk about that. Let's not let that. Let's not wait for the next mass shooting. You know, I mean, what Kamala Harris had to say was powerful and poignant and important. And, you know, but, you know, and and he's moaning about fake news. It's like, well, well, fuck, dude, 
you and Rudy say one thing and say the immediate op the exact opposite you know immediately thereafter so uh but any oh hi Brandon bear um but uh yeah here's uh but here's the last part of that about but I had a great conversation with numerous people uh, uh numerous leaders and I always look for the a uh, conversation that's going to help the United States the most. That's no, very important. Do you know the identity of the whistleblower? I don't know the identity of the whistleblower. I just hear it's a partisan person, meaning it comes out from another party. Uh, but I don't have uh, any idea. Shut but I can say that it was a totally appropriate conversation. It was actually a beautiful conversation. And this beautiful. is no different than, you know, the press has had a very bad week with Justice Kavanaugh. And all of those ridiculous charges and all of the mistakes made at the New York Times and other places. You've had a very bad week, and this will be better than all of them. This is another one. So keep, so keep, so keep playing it up because you're going to look really bad when it falls. You know, I guess I'm about, I guess I'm about 22 and 0, and I'll keep it that way. Uh, I don't want to talk about any conversation other than to say, other than to say, uh, great conversation, totally appropriate conversation, uh, couldn't have been better. And keep asking questions and build it up as big as possible so you can have a bigger downfall. Bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, my now, what God. I the, what I love is when he is there saying he has these great conversations, he talks with the best people, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then in the midst of that, he throws in the, it doesn't matter what I talk about. Mm -hmm. So which is it, Trump? <laughs> oh, he never said he never said he did not talk about Biden to the uh, no. Ukrainian president. So, no, exactly. in fact, when he was asked directly, did you discuss Joe Biden with him? He said, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so that's telling us everything. Mm -mm -mm. He said it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. My God. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Michelle, I'm hoping we can give him a few more shovels to keep digging a little harder. Gone and broken through this, uh, through to China at this point. There's there, we're not, it's not stopping. Endless dumpster fire of stupidity and mm -hmm. uh, lies, and nobody's taking any. You know, the, the people who are taking notice are being drowned out. By well, this is this is where I stand on this is that. Um, basically, what Trump has done here, it, to to me in my book, is that what what I what I truly believe has happened here is that he was continuing to do the same fucking thing he was doing with Russia. We don't know exactly the extent of what he did with Russia outside the stuff we already know, which was collusion, which is not a crime, but it wasn't a criminal conspiracy. But Trump is guilty of obstruction of justice. So there is criminal conspiracy he probably buried, which probably looks a whole hell of a lot like that phone conversation he had with the Ukrainian president. He was taking a page out of the same fucking playbook he used uh, in the lead up to 2016. But he was using his power yeah, well, of the office. He's in constant co campaign mode. Yeah. But he's getting away with it. 
This time With he his manipulation of the, yeah. the cabinet and his manipulation of the judges and his manipulation, thanks to the Republicans, thanks to the conservatives that so wanted this uh, freak show. He's well, going to get away with it. And well, that's my worry. I don't well, want him to get away with it. I want him no, to well, pay. No, I understand. I understand. And yeah, don't don't let it upset you because you know this is this is just this is so huge. I don't think he can escape it. But I've been wrong before. Could be wrong again. But the thing is, it ain't looking good going into twenty twenty for him. You know, oh. because this is just more and more and more of the same piling up. And Joe, uh, what what do you? I, Go, go ahead, real quick, Miles. I was going to say, I think we are up to 17 Republicans that have said they are retiring out of the yeah. House or what have you. Uh, but, Joe, what do you think about what, what I said? Uh, this is just more of the same, but, you know, again, his his uh, obstruction of justice helped bury uh, him doing this exact thing in the past. Yeah, I... I you know, my, my feeling on this is that we're... Again, headed down the same path we always are. First of all, I said this Tuesday. I don't want to get back on this again, but Pelosi has to get off the dime here. Yeah. Um, first of all, she's saying we, we need evidence. Well, we've had 10 counts of, of, of obstruction sitting on her desk since April. Um, yeah. 10 counts. 10 okay. counts. 10 counts of obstruction. Okay. Um so what's what's the deal there um so what, what more do you need i mean unless the democrats are gonna gonna get a spine mm -hmm. and 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 uh somebody said this and it's true oh russ feingold said this today it may not you know the senate's gonna do what the senate's gonna do they're gonna acquit them fine but what the house has to do is go on record is saying that this is all wrong. <laughs> yep. This is all wrong. Yep. This is not normal. This is criminal well, activity. It absolutely. Uh, got to say it. You know. Um, so uh, again, it looks like we're going to get. Uh, you know, Adam Schiff's going to send a nasty letter. Then he's going to go to court, and it's going to take three years. Well, yeah. Before we go to break, I'll. I'd like to say, um, with Pelosi's. I mean, I understand. The political strategy of using Trump as a lodestone for the Republican Party for the 2020 uh, election. But when you hear them say, we don't want to go ahead and impeach because it's not, we're not going to get any progress out of um, the Senate. You know, it would just not, it would just die in the Senate. Okay. I hear the same thing from Mitch McConnell when he says, well, I don't want to do anything with gun mm -hmm. control unless I know I'm going to get a bill that the president will support. All right. Well, uh, hold any more thoughts that you might have because we got to go to the break. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're still we're going to be talking about this for a while So because uh, it's a huge story. And don't worry, there's some stuff. I mean, when you hear the Rudy shit, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's kind of mind-melting. <laughs> he shit his pants on national TV, I swear to God. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to go to break, uh, and for Michelle, it's my 2014 edit of Dracula's Magic Ring of Power by Hairwolf. So, uh, you're welcome. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after, hmm, this. Something is going to happen. 
remember where you are. You know what happens on this program to people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. <laughs> Tim Coromall, host of the Tim Coromall Show. 
and I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome to it. Welcome back, of course, to uh, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The Rogue DM, at Rogue DM, uh, is it at Rogue DM or at Rogue underscore DM? It's just at Rogue DM, at, right? At Rogue DM, yeah. On that is me. the Twitter. Oh, and, yes. of course, uh, Miles Lagon, the Galaxy Master. Uh, now, you are at fake underscore Republican on Twitter. Yes. 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 All right. And, of course, at Marnus3 on Twitter, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show, owner-operator, Joe's Clown Car Garage out there in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Mr. Joe Santoris, I welcome back. I am here. Excellent. So, <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping Brandy will be quiet during the segment. I love Brandy. I love Brandy. <laughs> Brandy can say whatever Brandy wants. He, he's a good boy. <laughs> I am sorry. So. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Wow. He's, he's old crotchety kitty now, so he comes in and just starts wailing away. Shaking yeah. his shaking his paw at you. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh so anyway, uh all right, let's listen to Rudy Giuliani shit his pants on, on live TV. Uh, 
Yeah, Rudy was on with Chris Cuomo, and and just I I don't think I think uh, previous Rudy Giuliani uh, appearances on television had zero on this Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> so because this one, this is before everything went crazy today. He knew that the story about Trump urging the Ukrainian president eight times to investigate Biden was coming out. And this is what went down. And it was insane. Chris Cuomo, man, I I, I couldn't believe that he just didn't, you know, go uh, something like this. Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Because I was, I would have been like, you know, I was watching, I was like, if I, I, I was like seriously like having an out of body experience, like trying to project huh. myself into Cuomo to say, shut the fuck up, old man. I'm going to talk here. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, listen to this. Uh, Rudy, Rudy shit in his pants. The president has this conversation. There's something in the conversation that's troubling enough for someone to lodge a complaint under the whistleblower statute. Of oh, who knows who this person is and what motive he has. Okay. But half the people in the government. Hey, Rudy, we covered that. The, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, you my premise for the question. You don't think there's a deep state? Listen, of course there is. I, know. I, I think I there's a little bit of a deep state going on right in this conversation. Oh, no, wait, right wait now. a second. I'm, trying I'm, to... I'm, playing the, I'm playing the wrong one. I'm, I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me let me find the... That was later in the conversation. That's when he started talking about the deep state. <laughs> oh, so, wow. Getting ahead of myself. But they're all long. It's crazy. Did here. you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. Actually, I didn't. I asked the Ukraine to investigate the allegations that there was interference in the election of 2016 by the Ukrainians for the benefit of Hillary Clinton, for which there already is a court finding. You never asked anything about Hunter Biden. You never asked anything about Joe Biden. The only thing I asked about Joe Biden is to get to the bottom of how it was that Lutsenko, who was appointed, dismissed the case against Antak. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Wow. Well. <laughs> so wow. I, I I had to make an edit of that as I do, but just, just so everybody knows, just within the matter of 30, 31 seconds, this happened. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Did you ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Jesus Christ. How much much self-awareness you got, Giuliani? Zero. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But anyway, and by the way, Joe, at some point he does say zero again in here. It it wasn't as good as the the one. (laughs) Zero. Zero. But anyway, continuing. You said you didn't. No, I didn't ask him to look into Joe Biden. I asked him to look into the allegations that related to my client, which tangentially involved Joe Biden in a massive bribery scheme, not unlike what he did in China. (laughs) You explain to me how the kid got $1.5 billion from China. I have no problem with you launching allegations, but just be careful about what you say. I asked you, did you ask Ukraine to look at Joe Biden? You said no. Then you went on to say that you did. No, I didn't say that. Oh, my God. I asked them to investigate the allegations that relate to the false charges against the president of the United States. Those allegations tangentially involve Biden. So your answer should have been Let me finish, Chris. Let me finish. Go ahead. And don't try to interrupt because you don't like the answer. 
I don't want like to evasiveness. I don't like multiple answers. What I'm saying, I don't want to distort. Totally biased. I'm not biased. You are. Why would I have you on if I were biased, knowing that we're going to have this kind of conversation? Because it is sad to watch what happened to you. It's sad. Sad to watch what happened to me. I'm a seller. You are a sellout. You are telling me that I'm a sellout. These are crimes of major proportions. And because they're Democrats, you won't cover it. A a, a $1.5 million investment by China in Biden's private equity fund and the partners are I'm not are saying that Terry's these types of things haven't shouldn't be looked at. Whitey Bulger's nephew. Whitey Bulger's nephew. Do you know <laughs> that they were partners with Whitey Bulger's Rudy. nephew? Ooh, I'm not saying that that's outrageous. That you're saying shouldn't be and looked at. And your corrupt media won't cover it because he's a Democrat. Rudy. Okay, I, I, just, want, just to back it up right there. <laughs> Whitey Bulger's nephew? Uh, okay, now the Republican Party is fine uh, 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 well, i guess i guess that actually proves proves rudy's point is the the republican party will run to alveda king martin luther king jr's niece for information about him but won't talk to his children but uh, but so yeah so i guess it's it's good enough you know it's enough guilt by association whitey bulger's nephew has Whitey wow. Bulger's nephew been convicted of any crime? Is it is it his fault he was related to Whitey Bulger? I mean, I don't know anything about the guy, but it's like, you know, oh, he was, you know, the great great cousin of, you know, the. Uh, I Wait, don't know. Did, did Some Whitey Bulger's guy. nephew marry his own cousin? Ooh, oh, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Better question. Sex with his own cousin? Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, oh God, <laughs> we need to clean this place. Up. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway. Oh man, Mad Libs is going to be fun tonight. Oh my God. Let's listen to. Let's continue. <laughs> continue the with the epic pants shitting of Rudy Giuliani. I can't just cover something because you say I should. All right. That's no, not the way it you works. don't have to say but I got to tell you, read you, the book, who, you who my whole what lifetime book? stood up for one simple ideal when you were and at your I best, which was character counts and leadership. And you are standing up for two systems of justice. Oh, I'm Joe standing Biden up for two systems of justice. can be involved in bribery. Joe Biden's son can get one point five billion dollars from China and you won't cover it. And you, you want to cover government. some ridiculous charge no. that I urge. The Ukrainian government to investigate corruption. Well, I did, and I'm proud of it. Well, then and it's not. Then it's not a ridiculous you. allegation. You it's just a admitted ridiculous it. allegation. You just it's admitted a ridiculous it. allegation. Rudy, of course, you of just course, admitted of course, that you did. Should. Of course, I should. I'm not saying it was wrong for you to do it. I'm asking it you if you asked them, and now it. you're finally and saying yes. I am yes. glad that did the, the president asked the, the president of Ukraine to do the same thing. I knew this a year ago. The only way this would come out is if you come after me. Well, I'm fine. not coming after, come after you. Me. I'm asking you questions, okay? And, and I'm, I'm asking you questions that you don't like the answers. That's, well, some of the answers I don't love, but I'm letting you give well, the answers. Well, you don't like the answers because the answers make out a prima facie case of bribery against the well, vice no, president of the United States They're your suggestions the about it, and that's fine. I'm no, not saying Chris, that it doesn't deserve discussion. But will you please answer like, my question? Let's talk like lawyers. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 rather than Como going on and asking him, I uh, this is not helpful for him to say. Did you? Did you? Did, did, did it? No, no, no. 
stop and just write up, just tell, all right, since we've established that you, insert qualifying sentence A, we can therefore go on to just ask, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But just skip over him saying, no, I didn't. Like, yes, that's been established. You've already admitted it. No, I haven't. And just play the tape or whatever. Mm. Yes, you did. My God. But he, he just kept letting Rudy just run circles around him. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <sighs> well, the thing was, uh, is Giuliani was doing. Um, he was so on the offensive about this or on the def defensive, I should say. That in in Joe, uh, I you watched the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. He was just hurling out personal insult after personal insult after personal insult to Cuomo, mm -hmm. and you know, and and I think that Cuomo was a little rattled by that. It didn't knock him off his game too too much because he did, you know. I mean, Giuliani just wouldn't say anything other than. Oh, you gotta investigate Biden. Good Biden. Oh, but Biden, 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 Biden. You know that was it. That was all he would do. So he had nothing to work with outside of that and insults. And you're not doing your job. You sold us out. Fake news. Deep state. Yeah. Yeah. There's a flaw in our our media that. Seems to be that uh, you know we have to we have to be quote unquote fair. You know that's why he keeps dragging Kellyanne Conway on the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, um, first of all, Giuliani. What he should have pointed out is Giuliani's conflating two different things um, that are not the same. Yeah. When Joe Biden, when Joe Biden. The whole thing centers around Joe Biden saying we're going to withhold a billion dollars worth of aid, okay, mm -hmm. if you don't straighten up your act and, and your current, uh, you know, inspector over there, yeah, starts looking into better start looking into the corruption in your in your country. Um, that was the universal international opinion of that particular. Uh, in investigator yeah. at the time. And, that and from my understanding, job, was, yeah, from my understanding, the stuff with uh, with Hunter Biden was over with before this happened, before that statement was it made. It was. But that's where Rudy tries to muddy the waters. This was all over. And Joe Biden went there as an envoy of the Obama administration, mm -hmm. whose position was, along, by the way, with the World Bank and every other country in Europe. Yeah. That the, that that the corruption was rampant and he wasn't doing his job and he should be fired. Yeah. Okay. And it, and it was later that the parliament there fired him mm -hmm. and and got someone. And the whole idea was to investigate corruption. This guy was ignoring corruption. Oh, he was corrupt so, himself. He was corrupt himself, right? And and it wasn't Joe Biden's idea. It, it wasn't, oh, well, I have to protect my son, so I'm going to withhold my... It wasn't even within his power to withhold American dollars. This was the Obama yeah. administration who decided, along <laughs> with the World Bank and every other European country, that this man was corrupt and had a go. Had nothing sure. to do with Biden's son. Sure. Yeah, it just yeah. so happens. It's like, I mean... Biden's he, son worked for one of the companies he should have been investigating. Yeah. 
So, but and uh, whether yeah. Biden's son had any involvement in any kind of corruption, that is a whole other matter that, that has to be, yeah. been debunked. Yeah. Um, uh, Michelle, do you want to chime in before we get back to uh, to Rudy uh, in his uh, poopy pants? Um, all, I, all I can ask is, I, I know probably several of you have been in debate, or at least debate in high school or whatever. Um, is calling, insulting your your opponent a an effective debate tactic? Uh, let me see how many people think it's effective. Zero. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> well, yeah, he, yeah. He, he sucks at being a lawyer, and he sucks at debating. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, all right. I hope, hopefully this is a different clip, because it's the same exact length as the last one, and I'm sorry they're long, but it was impossible to cut these up. The president has this conversation. There's something in the conversation that's troubling enough for someone to lodge a complaint under the whistleblower statute. Wait, who knows who one. this person is? What... Oh, yeah, that's the same one. Never mind. We got to skip to the third clip. Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, there we go. All right, so skipping to the third one. This is where Rudy starts talking about uh, the, uh, the deep state. You are now... Yeah. What am I now? In all kinds of what fantasies am I, what am I now? about the president when there's clear proof about a Democrat and you can't handle it. What and how what? about we go to China when he flew his son there on Air Force Two Listen, and eight days Rudy, later. By the way, Rudy sounds really fucking out of breath here. It was so out of breath. He's like, in, in the, <laughs> the I don't know what any of this has point. to do with what I've been asking you about. What it tonight. has to do with be how honest. unfair you are. <laughs> Do you it's that? unfair for me it's to not want to tolerate you talking about Joe Biden all night long when we have an inspector general fighting with the DNI, fighting with Congress over a whistleblower complaint that involves this president so we have an and anonymous you whistleblower and what you've been doing we playing with Ukraine. We have an anonymous Ukraine. whistleblower complaint compared to right. clear I gotta go, proof Rudy. that Biden's son got $1.5 billion from China and you won't cover it. Tell me you're not unfair. What? Rudy, I told nobody, you. Nobody buys that, Chris. That's why your network I'm sure, I'm sure has they no buy. I'm sure they buy they that buy the everything you're saying you right now has nothing Democratic to do Party. with distracting from what this president's problems I am problems not distracting. Be. You've what been doing it for out, over a year and a half. I haven't been okay? doing that. The what hell you haven't. You've been distracting from the truth are for a year and, and a half. Tried to frame and I hope you enjoy it because this president got the benefit of something you built up for decades. Your credibility. And you put I'll it on put the my line credibility for him. on the line. Good choice. One thousand percent. And I think your network is a horror to this That's country. Fine. You That's are undermining. And I, yet I still have you on. Undermining fairness and justice. And yet I still had you on. When I'm so president that I had you on. The United States can come out of China uh-huh. eight days later. And I've had you say that a dozen times on my air. Covered. And I've Tell asked you for proof. And I have you I on have anyway, proof. even with all this trash coming proof. out of you. The proof has been there for two years, all right. and you're covering it up. I got you. And Rudy, the proof send the proof wherever you want. from his own mouth, and you're covering it up. I hear and you. And you covered up so much more about Hillary. I'm covering it's it up disgusting. so much that I've kept this interview going 28 minutes and let you say it a dozen times. Yeah, and times. interrupted me That's 500 times I am. to try to well, stop me made from telling the American people you've made what's actually going on you've made so you can continue to mislead them, which is what you're doing. Well, you've been here the whole time, so you're part of it now. You're I'm not part of misleading. <laughs> I said I can document. Thank you for every single me. thing I said. Then I can give document. me the documents. 
Thank you. I'm not going to give you the documents. Why would I give you the documents? Because you want You're the not going to use them for a You're good purpose. You're not making purpose. any sense to me. If on I this trusted point. you, of course I'm making sense. I, now you don't trust me either. All right, Rudy Giuliani. Why would I give the enemy the documents? Oh, oh my God. God. Not fair. Now I'm the impartial. enemy. Great. You Rudy, are totally anything else? biased, and your network is a creature of the Democratic okay. National Committee. Oh Rudy Giuliani, God. I appreciate your take. And you as should be always. embarrassed to be on that network. I'm the one who should be embarrassed. Absolutely. I am embarrassed. Man, the CNN is. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. Have a well, good night. You shouldn't be embarrassed for me. That's garbage. Have a good night. Don't be embarrassed <laughs> Somebody for me. needs to. I'm worried about you. You're not aware of what you're doing. And your integrity. Of course I'm aware of what I'm doing. Listen to this. Have a good night. No. Well, you, sh- you shouldn't have a good night because what you're doing is very bad for the community. <laughs> I, I got to go. All right? With yeah, respect, we'll go. I've got to go. <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't have a good Have a good night. You shouldn't have a good night. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know you yeah. So am I. I know you are, but so are you. Are you, are you oh, my God. I, I appreciate Cuomo's doing this for ratings, but really, I, wow. Okay. I mean, that was a real show, but that was entertaining. But, I mean, when it comes to, uh, wow. Rudy Giuliani's pants. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> you you oh, yeah. shouldn't have a good night because you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And, and you have no ratings. Zero. Your network is a horror. Your network you know is a horror. On this you're, zero. Your ratings is zero. Zero. But I keep coming back for more. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Don't even get me started on how ratings uh, work and why Fox is number one. I haven't one seen a meltdown because... like that since they threw water on the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. I'm oh, melting. Yeah. What a world, what <laughs> a world. Poor <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think he swallowed his upper plate there, too. Oh, I, I think so. I think so, but yeah. I think he swallowed. Yeah. I'm melting, have- melting. Oh, what a world, what a world. <laughs> <laughs> Melted into a yeah, puddle of shart. Um, he's going to have to look for that plate in the toilet. Tomorrow. Oh God, God! Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's just—he's basically just an upper plate in a, a shark puddle at this point. Um, I wonder if I wonder if, if Cuomo should wear a tarp next time. Well, they weren't—he the, the wasn't in studio, so. But I think they should the cover studio. the cam- yeah. the remote cameras with a tarp. I'm sure. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and he immediately ran to uh, Laura Ingraham's show I after know, that. I know, and she played a clip from it, and it didn't make Giuliani look good. It was no. so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, with I've never seen Giuliani Giuliani that unhinged. The old, the next best thing to that was what did he reveal to Hannity that made Hannity go, oh. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that, the that Stormy he Daniels. Paid back the payments. Um, that he paid back the payments. That he reimbursed uh, 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 Cohen with uh, for the, the payments to Stormy Daniels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh, oh, he, oh he did. Oh, yeah, yes. this one. This is so no, no violation. Oh, I didn't know he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I didn't, I didn't know, know he did. <laughs> I love that this the deep in, inhale on before the clip. Oh, I didn't know he did. And <laughs> 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 so no campaign violation. Uh, Zero. 
And that wasn't a combative interview with Hannity. That was a friendly no. one, and he gave that away. I mean, shit. My yeah, God. He gives up a lot. He gives up a lot. Yeah. yeah. But but seriously, this clip is the best. Thank you, Rudy. I, I don't know how to thank Rudy Giuliani for this. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Jesus. <laughs> 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 I can um, handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. Uh, huh? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You don't want Rudy. You don't want Rudy representing you at a murder trial. I no. hope you don't have a good night either, too, as well. Because <laughs> you're you're a horror on this nation. You're the enemy. Why would I give you anything? You're terrible. And besides, <laughs> your ratings are zero. <laughs> yeah, zero they're, ratings. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you. I hope you. I hope every holiday you have from now on, you get horrible gifts. <laughs> I hope they cancel your favorite television program. I hope your next Christmas tree dries out before the end of the season. I'm going to come and pour sugar in your gas tank. Uh, and I hope your dog gets fleas. <laughs> and a tick. Huge fleas. <laughs> Big ones. Big fleas the size of golf balls. Uh, <laughs> sorry, a, I don't know where this is all. I'm, I'm, cha- I'm channeling. I haven't done that voice in a while. It's kind of like Giuliani, <laughs> but kind of not. It's like That's sort of strange, your voice, doesn't it? A little bit. Not a bit! Zero! <laughs> Zero! Which doesn't strain my voice at all! Um, no, that one's not bad on my voice. <laughs> Zero strain! <laughs> America! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> all right. We gotta go to the break. I'm sorry. That, that, that not, a lot of, not a lot of room for commentary there. It's just insane! So it is. It's nuts. He was. He was like totally. I'm melting. Yeah. Uh, what a world! To, what a get world. me over to Laura. <laughs> Laura. Did you notice he me. was slurring words too? Oh, well, that's God. after he swallowed his plate. Yeah, he was so rabid. He was actually slurring. I think yeah. he. And that's, he yeah. Might have been drunk. So. <laughs> Does he have a bit of a lisp? Zero lisp. <laughs> <laughs> the um, better question is, does his lisp have any speech? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, there you go. That was magnificent, everybody. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this with me, Miles, Michelle, and Joe. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. This country, I believe, is going to be rocked um, in the next 24 hours. Thanks up, everybody, for rock and And now, on with the show. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So Tad. you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Look what you've done. I'm melting, melting. Oh, what a world, what a world! Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. 
Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, my Uncle Joe, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, Joe. Hi, my nephew that I gave beer to. Yeah, that one time. <laughs> that one time. Yeah. That was Uh-oh. in Shelbyville, wasn't it? Shh, shh, Dad's going to hear. He's going to put what in the chat room. What? <laughs> it's a, you no. what? What? <laughs> uh, and, of course, joining me uh, on the program as well. Joining us on the program as well, uh, both on loan from Mike Check Radio, uh, of course, can be heard every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Andy Herbert. Um, <laughs> Miles Lagan, uh, the Galaxy Master. Welcome, sir. Yes, and I'd like it to be known that I also did not do the thing that I did. Okay, very good. And um, But I, I did do the thing that I didn't do. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. So, and uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM and master painter of miniatures, mistress of mi- painting miniatures. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. And soon what, to what, have... What? what? Oh, yeah. Soon to have some nifty Migos coming in the mail. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, I got, uh, 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 as an early uh, anniversary gift, I got Michelle the uh, Migo, uh, the new wave of Migo monsters, including the Headless Horseman and the Mummy. And Pennywise, oh my God, they look so oh. cool! Yeah, so. I can't wait. Evil clowns, the Tim Curry Pennywise, by the way. Oh so. yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so and and actually, and I, Rain will not be calling in tonight. She's like, I'm just gonna take a break. I'll see you Tuesday, and it's like, all right, don't worry about it. But I actually sent um, her nephew Matthew. I sent a little care package. Uh, they were supposed to see Matthew tonight, or well, this weekend. That's why Rain and Bob were going to be off, but her sister got a sinus infection and all kinds of other bronchitis or something like that. So um, so their plans got changed, but um, I, I really uh, think their nephew Matthew is a cool kid. And so I was like, oh, I'll send him a present. I'll send him some Migos. So I actually shipped uh, a Fonzie, a Greg Brady, a Cowardly Lion, and an Action Jackson. That oh, awaits. very cool that await Matthew. So, and rain said they looked really cool. So now we'll get rain hooked on me. Cause I'm kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, and, and Joe, and, and I showed you that last week. I might have to send you one of the fly when the fly comes out. Cause they have a version of the fly. Help out. me. Yeah. Help, help me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes. Yeah. I, and it was it, a generic, generic fly we don't know if it's david hedison or 
or uh... and you want to know something you want to know something I when I was at Mego Meet in June on my the weekend of my birthday fifteenth, mm -hmm. I asked Joel Rosenweig, the the head of uh, product development for Mego, when they had their their big meeting and everything. And I'm sorry, we'll get off this in a second, everybody. My action figure obsession tends to get the mm -hmm. best of me, but um, I asked them if they were thinking about making more generic versions of monsters before they revealed their headless horsemen and mummy and stuff like that. And I specifically asked if they were going to make like a fly monster or a Yeti like this company Azrak AHI made in the seventies. And then Marty, um, Marty, um, Oh God, why can't I remember Marty Abrams? The, the president of Mega was like, he was like, let me tell you about Azrak AHI. <laughs> he didn't like that. He didn't like that company, but Joel did respond and say, yes, we are going looking at making a generic fly creature. And I think maybe they might have liked that idea and said, let's do what he said. So I might have been responsible for that. With All right. A, with a white lab coat that that mm -hmm. fly character is wearing, I'm guessing they went more old school. Yeah, and they gave him the Jeff fly claw. Fly had more of the t-shirt jeans look to it. So. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely much more like it, it, it. You know, because there's a lot less chance of running into copyright problems if you go with the older film. True. Yes. True. You know, and that's my favorite, anyways. Yeah, I like same both here. of them, but it's my favorite. Yeah, so it's David Henderson. Yeah. So, so but anyway, I'm trying to give Migos to the world. I I gave one to Francie. I gave one to Trojan Rabbit. I uh, uh, you know, got him coming from Michelle. So uh, I've given him to Matthew. Well, you got now. me hooked on him before you gave me this section. I did. Show. I did. Yep. So, um. <laughs> But anywho, all right, let's go ahead and uh, and I might have others to send you at some point too, but um because uh, you did miss out a little bit on the one monster way, but they were kind of repeats. Might have to get you the, the the weird generic Dracula, but they're coming to Target. You might be able to find the ones that you missed out on Target at Target, because Target now back by the electronics has a new collectible section with like Funko Pops and stuff. It's not the oh. toy. It's not the toy aisle. It's like collectible stuff like i think card games too you know like magic the gathering and stuff like that so i think they're putting all that back by electronics so um <clears throat> i know they are they've actually did the reset in our store so i'm sure they've done it uh in stores near you anyway um let's go ahead and get into a little bit of this audio from um nicole wallace today because we all started watching and listening to nicole wallace's show when the when the big story from the wall street journal was coming down about the eight times trump suggested um you know the president of ukraine you know of of ukraine not the ukraine of ukraine uh investigate uh biden and his family um this the unfortunately i started recording audio from TuneIn, and there was a jump in the audio i don't know what happened but uh, this was the, the very first part of this joe it's important because and it's mm -hmm. the the thing that rain mentioned in the chat i'll pause it after the the, uh, the audio skips because this is a really important point that rain uh, pointed out he's meeting in august with the top aide to zelensky he says was set up by the state department and that he later briefed the department on on what they talked about 
Okay. It was set up by the State Department, and he briefed Giuliani. Again, mm-hmm. that's right where I started recording. And Rain was like, let me get this right. This was approved by the State Department? Mm-hmm. It was. So yes, it's, it's mentioned later on in the article. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so right after that, there's a weird jump in the audio. But this is, uh, this audio is from uh, Rebecca Ballhouse um, from the Wall Street Journal Mm -hmm. with Nicole Wallace. So, continuing. So, I think that's Rebecca, what's your understanding of the the state of a congressional probe into some of the same topics that you cover? The president discussing with a foreign leader an investigation uh, for political purposes into the Bidens and sending, dispatching his personal criminal attorney to meet with Ukrainian government officials to reopen what sounds like a case that had been uh, completed with, you write, no evidence of wrongdoing by Mr. Biden or his son. So this is actually an area that even before this whole whistleblower complaint debate uh, burst into the open this week, that was already being investigated. Um, I believe it was just last week, actually, that the House Foreign Affairs Committee, the Intelligence Committee and Oversight Committees sent letters to the White House and to the State Department seeking records of any interactions between uh, Trump and Giuliani and the Ukrainian government. And as far as we know, they have not gotten responses to those requests yet. But what they're looking at is certainly any evidence of impropriety. I think they'd be looking for exactly what our story mentions, which is whether the president brought up this Biden investigation on his call with Zelensky, and also whether there was any tie mentioned either by Trump or by Giuliani or anyone else between uh, foreign U.S. aid to Ukraine uh, and a Biden investigation. They want to know if there was any link suggested between the two or any kind of quid pro quo. Rebecca, I am a big fan of your journalism. I'm extremely grateful that you spent some time with us. Please come back any day. Thank you for sharing the scoop with us. Thank you for having me. All right. So, Joe, you want to unpack a little bit of that? Oh, gosh, I hate that phrase, unpack. I'm sorry. Unpack? Do you want to discuss uh, that clip a little, please? Yeah, basically, the the reporter, she, she got it the last minute. It had just broken that uh, at the Wall Street Journal, her and two other reporters, that um, during that phone call, someone close to the, that knows of the call said that he eight times uh, pressed mm-hmm. the Ukrainian president to investigate this Biden, this uh, Hunter Biden uh, uh, supposed bribe. Yeah. Okay. Eight times. Now, I have to say that during you didn't have it in that clip because that that whole discussion went on for quite some time, and you wouldn't have time to record all that. But I did get other clips it, from uh, who else? Uh, Frank uh, Figlusi, yeah, and Joyce Figluzzi. Aline, yeah, right. And, and Frank Figlusi, I guess you're going to have this then. Did make a good point that I picked out of the article which was that the source they were using said that of course there was no quid pro quo pro quo during the call explicitly during the call in other words trump never overtly threatened to withhold money if they didn't he just Mm -hmm. kept pressing him to do it now look as frank Lucy pointed out it's implied yeah 
the president of the have, United yeah. States pressing you to do something, mm-hmm. and he still has money to give you that he hasn't given you yet, does he have to say anything? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, I mean yeah. it's just like 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 if if a boss presses a girl for sex that that works for him. Uh, yeah, it's does, it's is it implied that she's going to suffer consequences if she doesn't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's what that's what harassment is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll, so it's, yeah, it's we'll, implied. We'll get to the Figluzzi, uh former FBI yeah. uh, 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 guy, Frank Figluzzi. Um, but yeah, um, uh, Michelle, did you want to chime in on that, that little bit, uh, uh, you know, the state department approved this shit. <laughs> what? They arranged it. They arranged, oh yeah, arranged it. I, 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 there's not much I can say. <laughs> okay. Miles, you want to, you want to jump in before I play the next clip? Uh, it, 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 there are a lot of, I mean, Trump's has so far done pretty well at tamping down on things that can threaten him. And this looks like there's a lot of dominoes going crazy all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm hoping that he's just not able to just keep it all under wraps. Just yeah. not able to quash it. So. Me too. Me too. But oh, and I don't know how it got started, but a president was talking about criminal attorneys or criminal lawyers. Or criminal lawyers. Seriously, yeah. when the going gets yeah. tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jesse, I know what you're talking. Yeah. About. By the way, there's a the El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, is coming out soon. Um, <clears throat> I think it's on Netflix. I'd have to start watching the series now. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, last clip before we go to the break, uh, Frank, Frank Fagluzzi, uh, as Joe pointed out, um, let me see, is this the right, no, that's not the right one, uh, where it is, there, yeah, um, here we go, kind of long clip, but yeah, he makes some really good points here. Frank Fagluzzi, uh, I don't know where to start with you, but it is truly remarkable, you know, we covered Donald Trump's war on justice here, it would appear that he's dispatched Rudy Giuliani to wage war on the Ukrainian justice departments as well. I want to, I want to pause it real quick, let me just remind everybody, Nicole Wallace is, was a Republican for most of her life, I don't know if she is still or not. But this is somebody who is coming from a conservative mindset talking about this. But anyway, but Frank Figluzzi, I don't know when he was in the FBI. I'm assuming maybe it was under the Bush administration. I don't know. But anyway. Look, we've got some significant reporting now in the last 24 hours that we need to break down. So let's let's look at this through a, a lens that's very different than what the president might suggest, which is that all of this is kind of oppo research. Let's look at it through the lens of a criminal investigation. I would assert that what we're hearing about, if accurate, actually approaches a violation of criminal federal law. The law that is most commonly used to address public corruption says something like this. A public official who demands, seeks, or even directly or indirectly, very important, uh, something of value, in this case, it, the something of value could be a Ukrainian investigation of his opponent, the Bidens, in return for the promise of an official act 
is violating the law. In fact, could face up to 15 years or more in prison. So what we're being told here is that Giuliani is now the personal agent of the president. That's really important. Giuliani is private citizen, private attorney. Why is that important? Because he's not under the rubric of executive privilege here. He's acting, and we could argue he's acting to get something of value personally for the president. The reporting indicates the president is saying what during this conversation with the Ukrainian counterpart? He's saying, I want you to go after my opponent. Biden, again, that personalizes it, and by the way, I think greatly erodes in any argument that this is executive privilege, right? One of the one of the defenses being asserted by the DNI here is, or by the Attorney General as well, is, hey, 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 th this whistleblower stuff, this is all about executive privilege. If we're talking about a personal thing, it doesn't automatically get privileged because the President's involved and because a foreign leader's involved. So what we could be looking for, even without a direct quid pro quo, hey, I'll give you your foreign aid if you invest my opponent. It could be implied here and indirect, and the law covers that. And now you've got even Giuliani kind of as the private agent, henchman, who's actually yeah. doing the dirty work for the president. We may have a violation Odie. of federal law. And who investigates that? The FBI. Who's over the FBI? The Department of Justice and Attorney General Barr. We already know where he comes down on this. Where do I come down on this? The whistleblower may need to report this to the FBI. Barr can't stop a private citizen or employee of the government from going to the FBI and reporting a crime. Amen to that. Amen. From, Amen. from Figluzzi's lips to the whistleblower's ears. <laughs> yes. You know? By the way, he's, he was the former direct, uh, director for counterintelligence at the FBI, and um, he worked at the in the Cleveland division of the FBI. Oh. So you should know him. Hey, yeah, hey, hey. big Lucy, let's go to Parma get some pierogies. Uh, hey, get a ghoul. Of the gabagool. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, some gabagool and some uh, sanguinage. Yeah, sanguinage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you want a bad Italian accent? I'll give you one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a Luigi. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, I love hearing these, these folks again on, on Nicole Wallace. Almost lifelong Republican, Nicole Wallace's show, uh, talking talking this way. So yeah, I looked into hates, her on the way home. She hates she hates Trump. <laughs> well, most most Trump. like actual human beings hate Trump. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's like that. You know, they they ought to make Trump supporters put their hand in the little thing, like in Dune, when Paul Atreides had to put his hand in the things to prove he was human. The box of pain, the gum jabar test. Yeah, yeah, the gun, yeah, the gun jabar. God, I'm such a nerd. I and we love you for it, man. Uh, but yeah, you know, it puts your put your hand in there and prove you're human, uh, not an aminal. So, uh, but anyway, all right, well, we might, we might be able to get to more of that audio later. Uh, I do have, 
some non-Ukraine related stuff. But man, I'm just telling you, this is like wash, rinse, repeat. This is the same shit that they were doing that spawned, that spurned, uh, you know, that spawned the uh, the Russia investigation, the Mueller report. But they obstructed justice and they covered shit up so they couldn't prove criminal conspiracy because they had people like Rudy Giuliani who were criminal lawyers, again, criminal lawyers, um, that, that helped bury shit. But the good thing about this, this is just from July. Not even two cool. months ago. So... Mm -hmm. That is recent. Yeah, but Michelle, did you want to say something? Uh, uh, no, uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, let let uh, you know. I know it's break time, and not everybody listens to the break. I don't know if you guys, if if the three of you are able to actually listen to this, like unplug your headphones and play it through the house while while you're doing what you need to do. This is going to be a slightly longer break than normal. Uh, not much longer than the Green News Report. It's about it's going to be about a nine or ten minute break because I'm going to play this clip from Fulton Lewis the Fulton Lewis the Third uh, on the Mutual Broadcasting Network from 5 1 1974, a little more than 30 or 45 years ago, um, right before the impeachment proceedings were going on for Richard Nixon. I, I, I find this audio fascinating. Because it it really, you know, again and again, impeachment proceedings for like you said, Joe, what knocking over a lemonade stand, you know, versus what's going on now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is fascinating audio. Uh, it's a little dry, but you're gonna hear there are gonna be words in there, and your ears are gonna you know perk up when you hear certain things that they say because, again. What is old is new again under this horrible fucking administration. Oh, in interest, interest. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? The only bad thing is that you know during the Nixon Nixon's years, um, it's nothing compared to what is there now. Well, yeah, that's Nixon. Nixon would have had a wet dream with what Trump has supporting him at this uh, point. And getting away with it, yeah. And yeah. Interest, interesting tidbit about Fulton Lewis the third, the reporter on this, Fulton Lewis Jr was like the Rush Limbaugh of the day in the 60s for Nixon. What was wow. that What was that speech, that famous speech of the dog speech that Nixon gave? The checker speech. The checker speech. Fulton Lewis Jr., this guy's father, was involved in that. So involved in, in you know, uh, writing that speech or, or something. I don't know. But, yeah, look up Fulton Lewis Jr. and Fulton Lewis III. Uh, but Fulton Lewis III... Um, was a reporter. His father was a conservative radio show host. Uh, but when his uh, but uh, when it, when Fulton Lewis Jr. died, they, the Mutual Broadcasting Network asked Fulton the uh, the third to come on and do the commentary that his father used to do. And um, but it was more just straightforward reporting. This is a, co a co it, it's weird because it is a commentary. But it doesn't sound like today's kind of commentary about things. Uh, from right-wingers, that is. But anyway, here we go. Listen to this. Uh, uh, right after our station identification, Fulton Lewis III from 5-1-1974, right before the impeachment proceedings began for Richard Nixon. 
Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. I'm Fulton Lewis in the Mutual Broadcasting System Studios in Washington, D.C. Now, my commentary. President Nixon's Watergate lawyer said today that he's going to move to quash a Watergate prosecution subpoena for 64 more White House tapes. He would not say whether the president will abide by any adverse Supreme Court decision should that tape battle come to that. Facing a deadline of Thursday for responding to the subpoena from Special Prosecutor Leon Jaworski, the president's defense attorney, James St. Clair, held a broad-ranging news conference here in Washington today, a news conference in which he discussed the president's reasons for making public more than 1,200 pages of edited transcripts of the Watergate tapes. He also disclosed that the House Judiciary Committee is seeking more than 140 additional tapes for its impeachment inquiry. Discussing Jaworski's subpoena, St. Clair argued today that the massive public release of transcripts by the president yesterday strengthens his effort to have the subpoena quashed. He said he will move now on two grounds. First, in his words, especially now, clearly the prosecution must have enough evidence to proceed to try these cases. And knowing Mr. Jaworski, I am confident that he wouldn't have indicted these people if he didn't think he had enough evidence to convict them. Secondly, acknowledging that the White House has a duty to make available materials that would be helpful to the defendants. St. Clair today said, everything we know of is in that book of transcripts. Everything is there. He also contended that there was a significant difference between the Jaworski subpoena and the one issued last year in the name of former Special Prosecutor Archibald Cox. He said the Cox subpoena, which led directly to the explosive firing of Cox, was on behalf of a federal grand jury, and the two court decisions that went against the president in that case were based on the proposition that the grand jury has sort of unique requirements. The Jaworski subpoena, on the other hand, St. Clair noted today, is aimed at providing materials for use in court trials rather than in grand jury deliberations. Asked whether the president would abide by an adverse Supreme Court decision should the Jaworski subpoena lead to a court fight and eventually reach the Supreme Court, St. Clair today said, quote, I wouldn't want to comment one way or the other because I have not discussed it with the president and I would not want to presume on his decision. In any case, he said, I don't believe that we will come to that. St. Clair also was asked to outline the strategic or tactical advantages that the president hoped to reap by making public the massive array of edited transcripts. He cited the following as the basic consideration, and I quote, People were getting more and more imbued with the idea that the president had something to hide to the extent that it endangered the presidency. The facts ought to be known, and then let's argue about them. The president's Watergate attorney, James St. Clair, today volunteered that the staff of the Judiciary Committee is seeking tapes of 141, 142 maybe, uh, those additional presidential conversations. He said he hoped the committee would take a second look at that request in light of Tuesday's disclosures and decide not to press it. Since most of these tapes are understood to deal with the controversies involving milk producers in the ITT, St. Clair was asked if he meant to suggest that the committees should forget those two issues. He said... Based on what I know about it, the answer is yes. St. Clair made it apparent, however, that he is not opposed to providing additional materials relating to political contributions by the milk producers and the administration's controversial decision to raise milk price supports. He was asked if he felt that yesterday's disclosures might prejudice the cases of Watergate defendants that are still facing trial. St. Clair said, 
I do not think so. But as far as the conduct of the case is concerned, that is the first responsibility of the special prosecutor. Reminded that at one point in the bulky volume of transcripts, the president suggested to John Dean, who was then his private counsel, that witnesses in the Watergate proceedings might have conveniently faulty memories while under oath, St. Clair today said, as the president said, there are unfortunate remarks in there. Urging that the transcripts be looked at as a whole, he said the danger of this is to pick out a phrase here or a sentence there. The president's attorney also was asked if he thought it had been appropriate for the president to discuss at length payment of hush money to some Watergate defendants, as one transcript shows. St. Clair today responded, I'm sure if he had to do it all over again, he wouldn't have done that. The president is looking to the American people for vindication and vindication in the Watergate issue, while House impeachment investigators meet tonight to decide their next move in the quest for White House evidence. A majority of the House Judiciary Committee evidently was dissatisfied with the edited White House transcripts that the president delivered yesterday in lieu of tapes of those 42 presidential conversations that the committee had originally subpoenaed. The panel's Democratic majority planned to stop short of any formal demand for enforcement of the subpoena in favor of seeking bipartisan support for a simple statement declaring that the president had failed to comply with the subpoena. It was clear from the time that the president disclosed his transcript plan on Monday night that the support he sought was far beyond Capitol Hill, that his eventual goal was to try to persuade the American people that he did have no advanced knowledge of the Watergate break-in, that he had no knowledge of the cover-up of the Watergate issue, and that he was providing investigators with a full story of his role. For all of the 1,308 pages of presidential transcripts, there are nonetheless many uncertainties about just what the president did or did not know and when he knew it and what he intended to be done. It was, as the president's lawyers and the president himself had said, a document that is marked by ambiguities. One White House covering statement that was delivered with the transcripts declared, in all of the thousands of words spoken, even though they often are unclear and ambiguous, not once does it appear that the President of the United States was engaged in a criminal plot to obstruct justice. Those words also created a picture of a president feeling increasingly embattled and frustrated by a scandal, the disclosure of which he considered inevitable, but which he hoped to control, possibly even avoid. And they showed the president considerably uh, considering many alternatives, many different options, including at one point the payment of some hush money to the original Watergate conspirators. The transcripts covered conversations between September 15th of 1972 and April 27th of 1973. There were a few critical meetings, though. There was one on September 15th of 1972. That was the day that the indictments were returned in the Watergate break-in case. On that day, the president met with White House counsel John Dean, who was later to become the president's chief accuser before the Senate Watergate Committee. There was another meeting on March 17th, 1973. That's the day that the president learned that members of the White House Plumbers Unit, set up to trace leaks of classified information, had engineered the break-in at the office of Daniel Ellsberg, psychiatrist. There was a meeting just four days later, March 21st of 1973. That was the day the president said that John Dean first told him about the Watergate cover-up. Numerous alternatives, including meeting demands for hush money, were considered by the president by John Dean and by White House age, aides H.R. Haldeman and John Ehrlichman. Less than a month later, April 14, 1973, there was a meeting. 
That was the day of a rambling discussion of Watergate by the President, Haldeman and Ehrlichman, during which they talked about the need to fire John Dean and the equally important need to convince former Attorney General John Mitchell to appear before the prosecutor and a grand jury. There were also a series of meetings in mid to late April 1973, during which the president learned more and more of the extent of the cover-up and the various progresses that were being made in the Watergate investigation. Those sessions climaxed with decisions to finally accept the resignations of Attorney General Richard Kleindienst, Haldeman, and Ehrlichman, and of course also the decision to fire John Dean. From the Mutual Broadcasting System Studios in Washington, I'm Fulton Lewis, and that's the top of the news as it looks from here. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, I don't know if you guys found that as interesting as I did uh, in the position we're in now. And I know, I mean, you know, it, it opens up uh, a whole, you know, just thought storm, you know. Uh, but, uh, but again, that was, uh, news from 1974 when I was a mere three years old. Uh, well now that was before my third birthday, I guess, cause I was born in 71. So that was, yeah, I was almost three when that came out. And, um, that was, uh, Fulton Lewis, the third on, uh, May 1st, 1974, um, talking about Watergate and the impending impeachment of Nixon. So anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, well, uh, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, did that bring back any memories, or uh, do you see any parallels there? Well, sure, sure. That was the year I graduated from from college. There you go. Okay, so apparently Siri thought I was talking to her. I wasn't. What did I say? Oh. <laughs> oh no. What did so, you say? I don't know. Um, what did she say? Uh, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my phone turned down. I just heard the ding, ding. Uh, but yeah, so, but, uh, you know, uh, again, it, it, I, I heard that a while ago and I, I couldn't find the show it was on. I heard that same news, but then I heard it last night and, uh, I was like, oh my God, yeah, I got to find out what show this is and, you know download it and clip that out and and you know i thought it was you know just fascinating just the 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 parallels and you know the history of it that we're seeing again you know yeah and i would point out that uh to nancy pelosi that she should be old enough to remember because she's older than me um also true that public opinion huh also true 
that uh, public opinion was against impeachment then, mm-hmm. and it was only after they had an impeachment inquiry that public opinion swung the other way. You know, once you start putting the facts out on television every day, um, it becomes apparent that the uh, president is a criminal. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how facts have a, a, a uh, you know, <laughs> uh, influence on people's opinions like that. Most, yes. Yeah, oh, most. I know. There, there are going to be some people that, you know, Cultists. because of their hatred, racist, bigotry, will put up with, uh, well, fight facts regardless. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Welcome back to you, my sister. Uh, did you find that uh, compelling to, to look at that little blast from the past? It's it's creepy, actually. Um, yeah. If you think of what Nixon would have done with the power that Trump has now, it's actually really, really scary. Yeah. We, well, we would have ended up with Nixon from the Watchmen comic book. Oh, uh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Nixon from Futurama, which is even worse. Oh, with the brain in the jar, Nixon? Oh, yeah, because he's yeah. like the president of the universe or whatever now. Yeah. So, and, uh, planet, so. And, and and last but not least, Miles Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I don't know if he knows what's coming here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what did you think of the, uh, what did you think of the, that, uh, 45-year-old news? That is, um... I wish it, you know, I, I wish that it, it was prescient about what we're going to experience now. Uh, Wait, you said that word wrong. Prescient. There you go. Prescient. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I still want to be, I, I want to hedge my bets because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm so sick and tired of our side not fighting. Yeah. Of just caving, of just not pushing back just, mm-hmm. just a little. You know, it's like, oh, no, if we do it, the people won't like us. Oh, my God. You know, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. Impeachment is not how you remove a president. Impeachment is charges. You have to convict. Bill Clinton was impeached. He was not convicted. Yeah. I mean, so to, to say that you shouldn't impeach Trump that is effing bullshit. Why did you, you censor? Be. Why did you censor the effing but not the bullshit? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's fucking s word from a bull. Fucking <laughs> bull s. Bull s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bull poopy. Okay, so anyway, but it could be bull penises. Or yeah. you, yeah. Well, see now, you you give. Uh, come on. Don't save penis in this house. Uh, and Get out of my house. I just got here. I had to do it. I know. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But but, but so. you see my point. I mean, I, I do. I, guess I, I do. don't even know if I have a point. But I mean, push, push uh, I'm, I'm, I think you and I land a lot in the same way, Miles, on all this stuff. Is that? We're optimistic, but we're like, oh, are they gonna do? You know, it's like we 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 think the the most, I think, of our representatives, and we're gonna, you know, we keep giving them the benefit of the doubt, but it, you know, it, but I, I don't know. Want them to impeach? It, it, it's if not not not, you know, if they go for it and the Senate doesn't convict, as I don't expect them to. Yeah, that's fine and dandy, but sure. you want. 
future presidents to know that they will be held to account in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. if only by their reputation. Yeah. And it, it, it's you've got to do it for the future generations. You've got to say, because uh, if you show the future uh, presidents that, you know what, you can do as much as this guy did and not be held accountable. Yeah. And th- uh, we can't, I, th- I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, and Miles, uh, I don't know if you saw it coming or not, but you're doing name calling tonight, so... Um, of course, <laughs> of course, I'm going to do what I didn't do. What uh, name calling, everybody? Uh, let us know if you got any birthdays or anniversaries or anything like that. But yeah, th- this is going to happen fast. So here we go. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Miles, who's out in Chatland with us tonight? Just a moment. There we I'm go. Pulling things up as we speak. There it is. Please stand by. I can see <laughs> names now. All right, so uh, Andy Herbert is with us in the uh, chat. What? <laughs> Call back. Thank you. Uh, Listen to the whole podcast, you. Adam. I mean, Andy <laughs> Herbert. Cy <laughs> uh, Guy uh, DC is with us, uh, as well as Heather, uh, Jay Colley, uh Cat. Of course, uh, Kenny Kent Sr. is with us. Hi, Dad. Living on Long Island. Uh, there's Joe. Oh, Meow Goodness. And uh, there's Michelle, of course, and myself. Moon Mare! Hello, Moon Mare. <laughs> what? Uh, and Psy Guy just put Andy? <laughs> oh, he missed the start of the show, too. That's that's fine. Uh, uh, President... And Rain, Rain is listening in. Thanks, Rain. Hope you're enjoying Thank your night you. off. And uh, love you, Rabbit. All right. Yeah, we love you all. And uh, apparently Francie's birthday is on Sunday, since she's not here, living in Long Island, says. So, very nice. Uh, Francie definitely deserves the, the birthday boner. Um, and, uh, oh, at, yeah, San- Sandy. Sandy. Yes. And uh is Moon Mare still here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was That's being here. goofy. So uh but yeah, all right. So well yeah, there we go. Uh happy birthday to Francie. Hope she, I don't know if she listens to the podcast or not. Francie, here's your boner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! All right. Happy birthday, Francie. Um, uh, I hope you have a wonderful birthday on Sunday. Hopefully, uh, Michael takes you out and uh, sings, you sing karaoke together. That'd be fun. Uh, or maybe he could take you uh, take you out for a big Pokemon Go uh, drive around or something like that. So... <laughs> be fun come down to cleveland uh you can uh su- you and susan can hit some pokey stops together all right everybody uh the number to call is 330-536-1466 again the number to call 330-536-1466 i will take multiple callers uh, even though we have 10 minutes till the top of the hour so you, if you're gonna call when you hear me say this now you call now 
Uh, but I'll take, you know, three or four calls and give everybody like a minute to did, did talk Susan to... Did Susan have a chance to read the story yet? Yeah, she she sent Miles an email. Oh, oh, oh. a couple weeks ago. Miles may have missed it because he never reads his email. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She she read it. She she actually we sent a picture of her reading it. Um, <laughs> with with her with her Sam Winchester doll or no her Dean Winchester with her Ween Ween <laughs> Dean Winchester doll. So we didn't. I don't think he has a Ween. Um, <laughs> Not sure. Uh, I think he, I think he's smooth down there, like the uh, like the the the, the, the Barbie's boyfriend, the Ken doll. Yeah. Not no relation. Um. So <laughs> very good. Well, all right. So a minute per caller. That sounds good. I would like to uh, make a motion that mm -hmm. if Andy calls, he gets two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we let him call him Andy, and he has no objection to it. Andy exactly. Herbert. So maybe he'll play along. Uh, but yeah, you know, but yeah, please call uh, 330-536-1466. If you haven't dialed the phone by one, two, three, four, five now, don't call. Uh, <laughs> I gave you, I gave you a count to five, actually yeah. six, because I said one, two, three, four, five now. So that was like a six count. And that was the second time I said call now. Three being the number of the count. Uh, <laughs> one, two, five, three, sir. <laughs> three. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm not getting any calls coming in, so I guess we're going to have to listen to a clip of the holy hand grenade of Antio. <laughs> uh, yes, here we go. Here Open we the go. book of armaments. <laughs> yep, that's what we're going to do. We have the holy hand grenade. Yes, of course. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. Yeah. Uh, oh wait. I, I think I must uh, have to book armament. Yeah, the book of armament. Let us consult the book of armament armaments, and that's a uh, brother Maynard, right? Skip <laughs> a bit, brother. Yeah. <laughs> consult the book of armaments. Armaments, chapter two, verses nine to twenty-one. And Saint Attila raised the hand grenade up on high, saying, "O Lord." Bless this thy hand grenade, that with it thou mayst blow thine enemies to tiny bits in thy mercy. And the Lord did grin, and the people did feast upon the lambs, and sloths, and carp, and anchovies, and orangutans, and breakfast cereals, and fruit bats. Fruit bats. Give a bit, brother. And the Lord spake, saying, First shalt thou take out the holy pin, then shalt thou count to three, no more. No less. Three shall be the number thou shalt count, and the number of the counting shall be three. Four shalt thou not count, neither count thou two, excepting that thou then proceed to three. <laughs> Five is right out. Right out. Once right number out. three, being the third number, be reached, then lobbest thou thy holy hand grenade of Antioch towards thy foe. <laughs> <laughs> Who being not in my sight shall snuff it? One, two, three. Three zero one area code. Who's this? This is Sci Guy. Hey, Sci Guy. Oh my God. It's been forever oh, since you called. God. How's it going, man? Well, was calling in. 
Uh, just wanted, you know, if, if, if people are in the D.C. area, I'm, uh, I hope everyone's going to go to uh, Carl Fish's fundraiser uh, next Saturday. He's running for school board or something like that? He's running for school board, and uh, John Fugelsang is going to be the the featured uh, comedian, and Bob Sheska is going to be the MC. And uh, if it's it's a fundraiser for for the campaign, so it's it's $20 for general admission, but there are um, higher price tickets for meet and greet and... Uh, uh, mm. then like a you know, picture that's like sure it, it goes up from twenty to I don't know five hundred dollars I guess because it's a political fundraiser. If you want to spend money, they'll they'll take it. So and how, how, how much? Carl Frisch. Carl Frisch, yeah. For Carl Frisch, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. I met him once. He's a sweetheart. Yeah. I met him in 2010 at the One Nation rally. Uh, uh that that the. Late once a great Ed Schultz uh, put on in DC. Um, yeah, I met him at a sexy liberal show. So wait, Ed yeah. Schultz is dead. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. deader oh, than a doornail. You didn't know Ed Schultz died? I, I, there's so many people die. I just I, I miss sometimes. So I just yeah. Well, I, okay. I thought I knew his he, wife his, was ill. But. Yeah, his career had a very strange trajectory oh the last four, five years. He just oh, he yeah. got onto MSNBC, and it looked like things are going great, and then his wife was sick, and then... Yeah. RT. RT came and call. RT. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, he had, to keep, he had to keep health insurance, so he, what are you yeah. going to do? Sure, he, he stopped do saying... He, he stopped saying pooty poot. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I gotta ask: Is this fundraiser gonna have any award-winning uh, white uh, chili, uh, or what was it? What was your chili saga? <laughs> Bob and Rain's uh, party. Well, well, it's it's I call it white and green chili. Typically, it's with white beans and turkey, turkey sausage and tomatillos and yeah, green. Yeah, it was good. It it almost kind of tasted like. Like a chicken enchilada chowder. Yeah, yeah, that's the usually the taste profile I'm sort of going for. Yeah, it was so good, so good, it, and it was so nice because you know we had we both brought chili to the party, but they were definitely both their own thing, and they kind it was kind of yeah. nice to have them side by side and eat a little bit of both, you know. So it was kind of unusual to have two chilies, both with meat, but no, neither with pork or beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. So true. I'm not a I'm not Steel a big one end and yeah, and the uh, the venison on the other. Yeah, pork well, and for the next gathering, I can I can taste both of them. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll bring. I don't know if I'll have. Well, you know, I'll do my damnedest. But the thing is, I might not do chili for the next one because Rain wants me to bring my uh, my crab pots. Oh, or uh. my 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 clam. My I'm sorry, my clam baked pots. Well, so, cookies and key lime tarts. Oh so yeah, mm, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Now, now, Sci Guy, I, I, I know we talked. You said your chili won an award too, and I don't remember if you told me. But tell me about the award you won, and where, where was it, and uh, what was your prize? Uh, was at my church, and and uh, I there was there was they gave away two prizes. One was the judges' prize, and one was the people's choice prize, and I won the people's choice prize. Nice. What, what was so the, the people's the audience, choice? Audience. 
favorite. The, 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 what was the prize? Was it was it just the title, or did they give you? A... No, I got a little, little statuette. Nice L- little. Uh, I was gonna bring it to the the meetup at Rains, but I, I forgot. Well, <laughs> I well chili. You <laughs> saw you saw you saw my award, right? Yes. The golden toilet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, that's great. <laughs> Needless, I, I saw to... somebody else had won a chili award uh, recently at a, mu- at a much bigger event, and and uh, like a, and uh, it had this long, not long, silver-looking ladle, like a full, almost a full-size ladle coming out of the top of the award. Oh my that, god! That was a nice-looking award. Yeah, one well, of one of our uh, gamers won a chili award in one of our local competitions. He got one for a nice, hot, spicy, but he used ghost peppers in his. So. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, ghost peppers. Uh, it, it gives us the authentic peppers. I'm, I'm fine with that. If you use any kind yeah. of extracts or whatever, then... No. Then, then. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. Extracts are suffer, bullshit. You got to suffer with actually cutting them up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the other day, I made a batch, uh, and and my uh, you know, it gets into your cuticles. Mm-hmm. That's, that's guy. For a couple of days. guy, there's a thing called latex gloves, man. <laughs> this is a pepper. I didn't think it was that hot till uh, till after I cut it up. When will you ever learn? Yeah, my um, dad did that once. <laughs> he was helping my mother can some of her peppers, and he scratched his eyes. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I worked in produce one time, and I and I stuck my finger through a habanero, and I didn't realize it. And I, I like rub my eye, and um, oh boy, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I was crying. Um, but anyway, well, Saigai, thank you for calling in. And um, is there a, a, a what, what's the best? Should people just go to Carl Frisch's Facebook or Twitter to find out this stuff? It, uh, ugh, let's see. There's a there's a specific website. If you go to Carl's website, like Mooks for Carl or something like that, but the, it's uh, laugh out the vote is the specific site. Okay. Very nice. Uh, laugh for, out the vote for the fundraiser. All right. Very cool. So yeah, yeah for those of you in the DC area, I'll put, it, I'll put it. I'll put it in. Yeah, laughoutthevote.org. Laughoutthevote.org. Go support Carl Frisch if you can. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, what a thank you so much. Sci guy for calling and letting us know before uh, yeah. we get too close to election day. Yes, right. This is a this is one of those those odd year Virginia elections. Mm-hmm. And, so. and he's such a good guy. He I, I, he's so sweet and so nice. Well, all right. I'll tell you what, uh, Sci guy. Thank you for calling in. I got to save your number after we're done here. But uh, yeah, don't be a strange. <laughs> oh, no. Don't be a, don't be a strange. Well, no, I'll just save it in Skype so I can know it's you when you call. So, uh, oh. but anyway, um, I'm not going to prank call you in the middle of the night. Well, maybe <laughs> we're not I. Fox security. Maybe yeah. I will, and then you'll be like. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, Sci Guy, thanks for calling. Uh, we really appreciate it. Again, uh, feel free to call and talk about anything, anytime. And it was a real pleasure to meet no you this problem. summer, too. Great. It was fun. All right. Good night, fellow Chili <laughs> Award winner. Bye-bye. Good night. All right. 
Uh, so, all right, thank you, Psy Guy, for giving us a ring. Uh, we got to go to the break when we come back. We've got the final hour here of the weekend edition of Turn Up Tonight. And uh, might have, uh, we, we got one more clip from Nicole Wallace, and then I, I got some funny shit from Fox News and stuff I want to play. Um, it's, um, it's just embarrassing. Uh, and we'll do Mad Libs too. Don't worry because Miles said Mad Libs would be interesting tonight. And I think he was right. So, all right. Uh, uh, here we go. Break time. We'll be right back with more turn up tonight right after this. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. Listen. Learn, read on at IndieMediaWeekly.com. Huzzah! And now, on with the show. Did you t- ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah. Hello. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, t- some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, welcome back to the final hour of the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick for September 20th, 2019. Microphone is still hot, but there it is. It's back and down, folks. That's much better. And, of course, uh, yeah, we're broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for humans. And some humans joining me on tonight's program. Uh, the one and only Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, on lawn from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back, Michelle. Well, according to my mother, I'm not technically human, but that's okay. Did you put your hand in that little Paul Atreides thing? No, I have not had that test yet, but my mother okay. thinks I'm the right. devil swan anyways, so hey. Well, and Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, knows the exact name of that little Paul Atreides thing I was talking about, the, the human test. Uh, yes, indeed. Welcome back to you as well. Yes, thank you. Hello. What's that What's that thing called again? Uh, I know the gum jabbar was the needle. Was that the, yeah, on her hand. I but... don't know. I think the box is... I, I can't... I can't exactly know if the box is the. Damn, it's all right. It's okay. I know the gum jabbar though. There we go. It went, now, when you Is say you, that, I just think of like uh, I think you're saying ganja bar, where you can go up and just get some weed at a bar. 
I believe um, it's uh, G-O-M-J-A-B-B-A-R. Gotcha. But it's been a long time since I've read the books. But you might find Peter Tosh or Bob Marley at the Ganja Bar. Who knows? Um, and, of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Ain't no party like a Scranton party. Well, you know what? Uh, we might as well at least give you that. Ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> that is the best beatboxing I've ever heard in my whole damn life. You will never find a more wretched hive. Of scum and villainy. Uh, <laughs> you will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Should we call you Obi Wan Joe Nobi? <laughs> Joe Nobi, <yeah>. Scrantoni. <laughs> Obi Wan Scrantoni, <laughs> or 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 maybe Joby Wan Scrantoby. <laughs> Joby Wan Scrantoby. Joby Wan Scrantoby. I'm gonna have to write that down. So <laughs> you're the only hope. Help me, Joe. You're our only hope. Help me, Joe B. One Scrantoby. <laughs> that sounds like a, a yeah. That just sounds like a really odd process for doing something to the body. Joe B. One Scrantoby, like a callus remover. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so anyway, welcome back to the show. We're going to do, uh, we're, we're, we're done talking about the Ukraine thing for now. We're going to see what happens, how it plays out over the weekend. I'm going to do a news roundup here and uh, start gathering info from the, uh, uh, for uh, info. I'm going to get some intel from our chat room for MadCons, a.k.a. Mad Libs. Uh, but uh, this also from, from the Oval Office today, uh, Listen to this fucking threat from Trump to our allies, to our European allies, with prisoners of war regarding ISIS, you know, ISIS dash what have you. This 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 is should be just as huge a news as the as the Ukraine thing. Listen to this. Now we have thousands of prisoners of war, ISIS fighters that are prisoners of war. And we're asking the countries from which they came, Scott, from Europe, uh, we're asking them to take back these prisoners of war. Uh, and they can try them, do what they want. So far, they've refused. And at some point, I'm going to have to say, I'm sorry, but you either take them back or we're going to let them go at your border. But they came out from what? Germany. They came out from France. We captured them. We did everyone a big favor. We've taken over the caliphate 100 percent. If you remember, Wrong. I was thinking about getting out when it was at 96, 97 <laughs> percent. But they were all over the place, and we did it. We did it in record time. It was a total caliphate victory, and now I want the countries to take back the captured ISIS fighters. And if they don't take them back, we're going to probably put them at the border, and then they'll have to capture them again. Because the United States is not going to have thousands and thousands of people that we've captured uh, stationed at Guantanamo Bay, held captive at Guantanamo Bay for the next 50 years and us spending billions and billions. What the hell? Yeah. You know, one conservative on Fox News today on Outnumbered is, is said, am I on psychedelic drugs or did he just say that he was going to release terrorists on our allies' borders? That's what he said. And I don't, I don't know where these thousands and thousands are. There are not that many in Guantanamo. Sorry. I, 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 
I, I, <laughs> I'm channeling rain right. I'm channeling rain right now, Miles. <laughs> so, I think. I, but go ahead, Joe. Joe. Heard, Joe. I think what I heard. I, I guess they captured them locally. I, you know, and I think what he means is that they're going to release them into their areas on the border, and good luck with that. Why? Why the border? I mean, aren't you punishing well, other countries if you're putting them on the border? Because they're like, okay, we're going to release you on, uh, you know, the border of country A that neighbors country B, C, and D, so you can go wherever you want. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? No, this is how run. this is how stupid Trump is. Yeah, you don't release right now. For example, right now, America shares a border with Canada and Mexico. Yes. Pretty sure that's it. Mm-hmm. So, in order for us to release a terrorist in another nation's border, one of two things would have to happen. One, you would have to fly this terrorist into a neighboring country's territory, then cross the border and release it. Okay? That's option one. Option two, you bring a terrorist on the airplane fly it into that country, and release it at the airport. That's his two choices. The, not the border? <laughs> the customs desk is at the airport, and it counts as a border, I guess. I don't know. I'm just saying that Trump is so stupid that... that it, I, <laughs> anyway. Oh, one of the other things I wanted to mention about Trump having trouble with it, all the all the all these little marbles that are scattering... All over the table, and him trying to keep taps on them. Yeah, because the District of New York, the, the DA of Manhattan, has all has yeah. subpoenaed his taxes. Eight years, I believe it's eight years of both his personal taxes and his company taxes. So, so I believe it, it's sixteen years total of taxes, and I believe a judge has put a stay on that for the moment. But here's the thing. This is a... Judges are not too keen on putting stays on this for too long because grand juries usually like to roll along with the evidence and they get, you know, like, okay, we're going to present you with the evidence so you can make a decision because mm. there's, you know, you know these, these are they're grand juries. It's what they do. And so for a judge to go, okay, we're going to temporarily, you know, to assess the situation, but... If a DA wants evidence, I, so let's, I mean, you know, stick a cork in it for now, but just, you know. Just no, and uh, by the way, uh, Dad just posted a little tidbit in the chat room, Guantanamo, but after losing attempts to defy a Freedom of Inf Information Act uh, request from the Associated Press, the U.S. military officially acknowledged they're holding 779 prisoners in the camp. See, that's what I'm saying. I knew it yeah. wasn't thousands. Close to a thousand. So oh. many thousands. The most thousands. Wow. Oh, Trump likes to say big words like thousands. And <laughs> considering that Obama actually did pass those Guantanamo Bay, but the the uh, the, the Congress decided they weren't going to. What happened was there you go. Obama made a campaign promise 
and the Republicans fought tooth and nail to keep him from fulfilling that right. promise. He actually met, he actually fulfilled the promise, and Congress said, nope, you can't. There you go. Yeah, so Joe, why don't you jump in on this whole uh, uh, release ISIS at the borders of our allies? Yeah, well, uh, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I, I think he wants to punish our allies. There you go. He'll release some in Germany, some in France. Um, Wouldn't that make Trump a terrorist? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what he is. But I think that's that's his, his whole... I mean, I don't think he meant that they're in Guantanamo now. I think he meant that he doesn't want to put them in Guantanamo. And um, instead, he would like to give them to Macron. And uh, and uh, give them to Germany. And uh, I, I yeah. think now Denmark might get some, too. Oh, yeah. Greenland. Oh, yeah. You know? Give them Greenland. Got to give them Greenland. All right. Or... If uh-huh. he gets Greenland, he could turn Greenland into a Guantanamo. Oh, there you go. Um, all right, so more on foreign policy, everyone. Uh, let me see. Uh, where's Where's my? Uh, hold on, I gotta find. I gotta find a jingle, everybody. More foreign policy from the n- most foreign policy show on Fox News. The problem with this program is it would be really easy to fake. All you got to do is put somebody else's DNA in your mouth. It was a really big gavel. For a moment, she sounded like she had gavel envy. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to touch that, Steve, if you don't mind. I just don't feel comfortable. The mainstream media known to make up stories about... about the Department of Homeland Security, how they were doing preliminary testing on a DNA device. However, the TSA says it will not be testing this technology. We apologize for it. Chris, can you hear us? I I can hear you. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking... your viewers are thinking mm-hmm. which is what a bunch of dopes <laughs> all right well fox and friends had noted foreign policy experts and well most definitely expert on north korea on their show dennis rodman oh. and uh this is what he had to say about uh the future of america and kim jong-un now you're famous for, in addition to this uh, 30 on 30 documentary that people should watch on ESPN to get your whole story, you're in the news a lot. Whenever we talk about North Korea, it's like, you know, you regard Kim Jong-un as one of your best friends. Well, um, I say that, but I don't want the people around the world to think that uh, we're like, I'm going to go to dinner with him every night and stuff like that. I just think the fact that uh, the geography, on we get it. Things that's happened sure. in North Korea. And uh, I think that the fact that Donald Trump is doing a great job is trying can to connect he, us. Can the president make a deal with him? I think he can. And I think the fact that people better watch out for this. Kim Jong-un will be in America in 18 to 24 months. I guarantee you. <laughs> Really? I guarantee you. As head of state, or is he going to defect? No, he's coming to do one thing, to visit America. All right. Well, if you want to watch the 30 for 30 30. on ESPN, it was on Tuesday night. It's continuing to run on ESPN. You have a fascinating story. And and look, you have a great friend like Darren, right? Right. You got it. Congratulations (laughs) on your sobriety, both of you. All right. Thanks, guys. Douche chill. Okay, yeah. If Kim Jong-un comes to America, um, it, it might be in a casket. Or at least shortly after he arrives. Sorry, uh, I'm not threatening the life of anybody here, but uh, Kim Jong Un in the United States. 
I want what Dennis Rodman is snorting. Oh, it's Dennis Rodman. Okay. He's oh yeah, yeah, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, you know. Well, he he. He didn't sound like Dennis Rodman. He actually sounded like he's. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have any of that old Dennis Rodman stuff where uh, he fucking uh, freaked out. I do have this. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Uh, 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 here, I tell you what. Guess what? Kim Jong Un is never fucking coming, ste- stepping foot in this country, never. And if he does, no. he'll leave in a casket. I'm just saying, <laughs> um, because that will be uh, you know a, an open window for anybody who wants to kill him to kill him, and a lot of people want to kill him. <laughs> so there's no fucking way he would ever come into our country no way it's 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 a miracle he met trump at the dmz right i mean joe this is mm. utter nonsense he's not coming to the united states <laughs> like you said maybe in a in a casket yeah you know pickle and I mean, put him even, in a museum even trump I shouldn't say this. No, yeah, I say it. yeah, yeah. No. You were you were about to say even Trump isn't that stupid. <laughs> but yeah, we, I, I sort of caught myself there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I smelled what you were stepping uh, in. So yeah, expect them, expect them next year. So, all right, but yeah. So uh, okay, last story, last story before we go to break here. This is hilarious. This is uh, one of Miles' favorite things, and that's. that's- People taking pleasure in your pain. Well, the other night on Fox News, uh, you know how they transition between shows on MSNBC or CNN or Fox, and they have, you know, Chris Cuomo talk to Don Lemon, or uh, Chris Hayes will talk to Rachel Maddow. Well, I didn't know this, but Hannity is a lead-in to Ingram on Fox News. And this this is funny, Michelle. <laughs> I, think I think you're going to like this. Because Hannity got super pissed off at Laura Ingram from cutting away from a Trump speech. And there was this little fight on air. And if you if you watch the video of this, the looks on their faces are like you know, Ingram's like are you fucking kidding me? I mean, they're both awful people. They're both yeah. awful people. But Ingram, uh, you know, it's you. You don't even need to see their faces. You'll hear it in this clip. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. And then I have an awesome follow up from Chris Hayes and Rachel Maddow making fun of this. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So so here's Hannity uh, versus Ingram. Laura Ingram is standing by Laura. Hannity, fantastic show, and Thank we you. are right, can ready I lodge to go. A complaint? Yeah. Am I allowed? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I'm watching the rest of the president's speech in New Mexico last night. I wanted to see the ending. You cut to your debate early, and I want... It was just at the end. Sorry. I love watching your show, too. Is but that I the White to House speaking, or is that you? No, that's oh! speaking. I went down to watch the rest of it. I couldn't tell. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to play this. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist and walk away. Jeez. I'm just teasing you. Really? I'm just teasing. Well, the point is, we're right at the crescendo. 
Well, well, I think a great work of Bach or Mozart. And then, oh my. you know, you're what? about yeah. to crescendo. You know what we used to say in, in, in the courtroom? I'll take that under advisement. Good. But I got a, I got an idea. <laughs> great show. You handle your hour. I'll handle my oh, hour. Now Laura's going to take it don't personally. Try to, don't, don't take try it to personally. Don't try to boss me around in my hour, Hannity. I don't boss you oh, around in yours. I was, right? oh. Yeah. I, won't, I, I was watching it. It was three minutes left in the speech. I Why had to find it online. Why did, we love the president's speeches, but he had hit—he had hit all the points, the new points that we wanted to get across, and we had a fantastic panel to dissect what we're going to talk about Laura, now. You always have a great show. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you. <laughs> Wow, those two are so pleasant. I would love to have them over for a dinner just with the, those two and myself because it would be so I would comfortable. Give them, I would give them steak knives and no steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the warm and fuzzies between the two of those must have been tangible. Oh, my, it, it, again, it's worth watching the video for the looks on their faces because Ingram, oh, Ingram's face was like, what the fuck? And Handy's like, oh, my feelings are hurt because you didn't play me my daddy's video, you know. And he, and he compared a Trump speech to Bach. <laughs> I, I like, I'd like your idea. Give them a full set of Ginzu chef knives and yeah. lock the door. And you no, know, if if, no if, if, if he's referring to Larry Bach, who digs botched uh, septic tanks, then yes, yeah, I would Larry. say, yeah, Larry Bach, no. botched Kid Bach. <laughs> Kid Bach. <laughs> oh, there you go. Michelle riding the A train out. Yeah. There you go. Uh, very good. So this is, but this is the real, this is the real uh, awesomeness it is what happens on fox uh, i'm sorry on msnbc was the transition between hayes and maddow <laughs> where they talked about the transition between hannity and ingram <laughs> and it's uh, again uh, let's just play it again that's schadenfreude people taking pleasure in your pain because schadenfreude is not lost on chris hayes and rachel maddow and this is this is just a thing of beauty Oh, wait, here, oh, oh, I hit the wrong button. Here we go. The Rachel Matter Show starts right now. Good evening, Rachel. Chris, I promise that in all of the time that you and I share adjacent shows on this TV network, <laughs> oh we will never, God. ever have a crossover my, like the one you just played for Fox. My God. Yeah. My God. The, 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 thing, the thing that, I mean, I think I'd heard something about that. You know, like I, I heard that. Way, I could talk about this for an hour, not yes. 30 seconds or 40 seconds. But you nailed seconds. the thing that was scariest about it, which was the distance between the facial expressions and the conversation. I mean, yes. that was like hide under a table. This is a scary Ooh. family fight. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah. It, it had real family fight vibes to yeah. it. Anyway. I hope everyone is, you know, making up and, and making amends. Yes, I, I want the best for everybody, if only because that's, I feel afraid. My, my proxy is strong feeling, too. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Eek. Eek. <laughs> oh, we got to give an amen and, and, amen. and a rim shot. Amen. Yeah. Eek. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um. Oh, and by the way, Cat uh, is asking, why is this eBay ad trying to sell me testosterone booster? Here's the thing. I got an eBay ad the other day that tried to sell me, and it, ha it was like I was playing a game on my phone, and it was like a six-panel ad. 
It, it like had six different pictures of auctions on it, and, and a, a photograph of Alexandria Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Next to that was a picture of a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> then there were like two articles of women's clothing, and then there was a, a picture of a cat looking over a snowbank, saying with a caption at the bottom that said "What the hell." And then I forget what the sixth one was. But yeah, it was like, what? Why don't you try and sell me Mego figures and role-playing games? <laughs> or yeah. or craft supplies? Maybe that'll work. But but anyway, uh, but yeah, those those ads, I seriously... It sounds like their algorithm's messed up. Yeah, definitely. But uh, but no, Miles. You, I know you, you, you super appreciate the the shot in Freud there. That was that was pretty uh, nice, wasn't it? The uh, the the best uh, I got from that was when she said, "Is that from the White House or from you?" Yeah. Just, uh, uh, <laughs> that's shot across the bow. That was. That's shit. We would say, you know. Yes. That's yes, why I liked that's it so a much. Flagrant like. You you pull your head you hear it out of their ass or is mm. that coming from you? Yeah. Uh, it's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Where, where'd that idea come so from? The idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Uh, <laughs> but Joe, why are mommy and daddy fighting? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. All I could say is let them fight. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We got to do that too. You know. Let them fight. See, I knew this story would go over well, Joe. You know, this is yes. a mm-hmm. good, good one to to ramp things up with. Yes, especially uh, for fans of Hannity and Ingraham. Ingra- Ingraham. 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 The our uh, uh, Laura Ingram, the host of the Argle Bargle. So <laughs> her show is called the Ingram Angle. So I like to call it the Argle Bargle. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, 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 what's his name? <laughs> uh, the Supreme Court Justice Sc- Scalia. That was oh, his, Scalia. Uh, oh, yeah. His oh. word, Bargle Bargle. He put oh, I a, think I, a, I. Oh my God! I probably have that. Yeah, no, I a, don't. Uh, no, I don't have it. Uh, that probably have- that probably died on a uh, with a pillow on its head a couple of years ago on my old computer. Yeah, yeah. He was murdered. Oh no, I wasn't. I was talking about the audio clip. I think there uh, there was like a pill, <laughs> a pillow audio clip that fell on top of that old audio clip a couple years ago, and it just died. Nothing to do with his death. Um, well, that's how at all. Died. Somebody smothered him, right? That'd be insensitive. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget Joe when you you told me you were in the car with friends, and in. Uh, I, I I don't know if they told you or you were looking at your phone or something and you found out about it, about Anthony and Scalia's death. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember exact. Did somebody tell you about it or did you find out on your own and then you made like a whooping noise or something? And it was Tim called me on my my cell phone. Oh, Tim called. That's right. Tim called you to yeah. let you know he died. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I saw my cell phone. It says Tim Cormier. I said, oh, "Why is he calling me?" He says, "Scully is dead." <laughs> I said, "All right, woohoo!" 
<laughs> so, <laughs> and then I ran off the road. I uh, had correct, really. Good. I thought you said you were you were in somebody else's car, and they were like, "What are you woohooing about?" No, I think I, I think or, I was was I driving? Uh, I, or you no. were? I thought I thought there was another couple or something in your guys' car. Like you were going to dinner yeah, or coming back from dinner? Me. Yes, yes. Something, something, yes. See, oh, Joe, yes, Joe yes, forgot. Yes. Now I remember. Here, oh, here, Joe I, forgot we where he was, but I didn't. So. <laughs> yes, we were on our way to dinner. Yeah. With a, with a very conservative couple <laughs> who was oh. driving. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. We were on our way to dinner and to another couple's house. And this, it was, it's quite about a 40 minute drive. So we, we, we were in the back seat, and, and my phone rings, and it's Tim Coromel. And he said, Scalia's dead. And I went, woohoo! <laughs> and everybody, and they, what, what, what happened? What happened? I said, oh, nothing. <laughs> I thought you I thought you said something like good, I hope he fucking rots in hell, and then and then they asked what was going on. You said, Oh nothing. Oh, I said that to Tim. Oh well yeah, but <laughs> he called you in the car and you said it out loud and they, and they were like what's that and they were like what's that about? And you said, Oh nothing. They had to know the next day. <laughs> I hope he rats in hell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they say, what was that? So nothing. Oh, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Uh, nothing, no. Yeah. Scalia's dead. <laughs> Scalia's dead. Anyway. I did tell them later. I waited until well. they had dinner in their stomach, so they throw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Joe, you are so evil. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, I love uh, it. Uh. Oh, did um, I tell you what that call was about? Scalia's dead. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so anyway, uh, anybody else have any uh, uh, anything else they want to mention before we go to the break and come back and do mad cons? I did have to say that I was quite um, blessed and uh, objectively saddened when Scalia died. Sorry. Oh no, uh, it's, it's okay. <laughs> not unhappy when he died yeah yeah i was um i was cool with it <laughs> kind of like, like when miles and i were having dinner and i told him that trump's lawyers uh oh. a, a house had been raided oh yeah i was at a gas station when i heard he was um very happy. i we were we were at a gas station about 20 minutes away from dad's house when we heard uh that roger ailes died Okay, that's I was cool like, too. I, yeah. I, <laughs> Michelle's like, okay, that's cool too. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Oh, morbid. Yeah, thanks for turn, uh, tuning in to uh, uh, Bring Out Your Dead on Turn Up the Night. When bad, so. when bad people die, I mm -hmm. am not crying. Happy, oh, happy no. joy, I, joy, happy. I, happy. Just, I, I think karma. <laughs> And the universe just suddenly decided to bitch slap them up. And I'm still waiting for Cheney, but that has not happened yet. So Cheney yeah. has an artificial heart. Yeah. yeah, but even artificial hearts can fail. Mm. Yeah, this and is the true. And the universe really needs to 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 do something about that. I'm I'm sorry. That man is evil to the core. The problem yeah. is he already reproduced. Yeah. Well, he's mm -hmm. he, he he he's he's like I don't think. I don't think he sold his soul to the devil. I think he is the devil. And that's why he's staying alive so long. 
Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to break uh, because, well, I should play this at the beginning of this segment. Uh, Let the celebration begin. So, <laughs> uh, but all right, we got to go to the break. Uh, let me see. Um, Michelle, would you like to hear Ghost Gun live? Oh, yeah. Please. All right. So, uh, live on WRUW, we're going to play Ghost Gun. For Michelle, we're going to go to the break. When we come back, we'll, uh, of course, do our Mad Cons, the segment formerly known as Mad Libs. And uh, our chat room has done a, a uh, yeoman's work of getting most of our two Mad Cons filled out. So hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more with me, Joe, Michelle, and Miles right after this. Not lots more. About, I don't know, 20 minutes. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun. I totally screwed that up. I need to play a bumper. Here we go. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for rockin' more! This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I am Miles Lagant. Inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, uh, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Port St. Lucie twice. I got distracted there. I was reading comments in the chat room. And also, stick stick around for uh, the Lunatic Parade at 10.15 p.m. Eastern tonight. 15 minutes uh, after, well... Eh, sometimes we end at uh, 10 o'clock who knows uh but yeah but yeah uh tonight on the lunatic parade they discuss san diego uh, san diego comic con the marvel news so that should be fun that's all ready to go for everybody and of course uh uh curtis is in the chat he said pretty cool song kenny but it's no hawk the slayer by griffin it is no hawk the slayer by griffin you're right (laughs) from shrapnel records so anyway uh welcome back everybody michelle were you gonna say something before we got back into it all right well i'll tell you what it's time for mad cons everybody 
I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs! Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Ah, there we go. Um, let's see. Let's go reverse alphabetical order on these tonight. So, Miles, Ooh. I need the, the last name of a conservative. Um, let's go with Ingram. Ingraham. Uh, same for you, Michelle. Another conservative. Buchanan. Buchanan. All right. And uh, Joe, I need an animal. Plural. Puma. Pumas. 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 All right. Um, Miles, I need the name of another conservative. More on the famous side of conservatives. Cousin fucker Rudy. <laughs> is he famous enough um actually i started writing that before you even said it so you're good all right <laughs> michelle i need an adverb an adverb uh moistly moistly it is joe i need a verb a verb. Uh, screwed. All right. Just screw for this. We don't need past tense. Screw. screw. All okay. right. Miles, a silly word. Gobbledygook. Gobbledy gobbledygook. Okay. Um, Michelle, I need a verb. Um, poke. What'd you say? Hope? Poke. P-O-K-E. Poke. Okay. And, alright. Uh, last one goes to Joe Scrantorsa. I need a noun. A noun. Yeah, make it good. Make uh, it good. Adam's complaining. <laughs> who? Andy. Adam's, he, a, Adam's uh, complaining a, in chat about Miles saying the F word. Andy so. Herbert. Oh. Sorry. Is is a Andy noun. is Andy a Herbert noun. complaining? <laughs> 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 yes, Andy is complaining. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Andy. Okay, Herbert. this is for Andy. Subpoena. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, subpoenas. <laughs> well, you know, living in Long Island already contributed. So, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, here's our our two mad cons tonight. These these uh, big shout out to Andy Herbert from Mike Check <laughs> Radio. This is dedicated to you, my friend. Uh, all right, this one's called Rock Music. Young people today would rather listen to a good rock music concert than than, than listen to a Johann Sebastian Ingram or Ludwig van Buchanan. 
Wow, this fits right in with what Hannity was saying earlier. Yeah. Rock music is played by drunken groups of young men who wear their hair below their hard liquors. They also wear very odd and colorful nesting dolls and often have beards. The groups have attractive names such as the Pumas or the Cousin Fucker Rudy and the three big words. <laughs> I have the three biggest words <laughs> in the highest number. <laughs> they usually play electric TV gag or I'm sorry, electric TV gags. I don't know what. Seriously, I don't know where that came from. I don't know what that is. Uh, they usually play electric TV gags. One member of the group may sit on a raised platform. And set the rhythm by beating his catnip. Wow. The song, the songs they sing are mostly about some of his fellow, about some fellow, who's been rejected by his sloth. They are very, <laughs> yeah. I said, uh, I think TVs. It was supposed to be electric. They usually play electric TVs. One member of the group may sit on a raised platform and set the rhythm by beating his catnip. The songs they sing are mostly about some fellow who's been re who's been rejected by his sloth. They are very sad. And when young girls hear them, they often get tears in their ball gags. So, yeah. oh, oh. Mm, that hurts. Nobody wants a teary ball gag. No, no. All right, Just here we balls, go. Maybe. Oh. Oh, you know, the other day was speak like a pirate day, so this one be very appropriate for Madcons, don't you know? This is looking for buried treasure. Are ye looking to get sexy quick? <laughs> <laughs> if so, then ye must start searching for buried drugs. <laughs> it's a shit stain job but ye might, ye might strike it rich and become a multi-millionaire millionaire <laughs> I've heard stories of pirates who found chests full of gold penises and sparkling you know it's kind of like a box full of dildos it's, it's, it's almost <laughs> Almost like that, uh, you know, uh, to a T. Isn't that right, uh, uh, Glenn Beck? Yeah, something like that. Uh, a box of dildos. Yeah. Um, um, and sparkling lizards and went on to build luxurious vaginas and live, in mo and live moistly ever after. Well, well... <laughs> If you're doing it right, that 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 seems that seems about yeah. But before you can find Barry Kumquats, you need a map that shows you where to screw. Once you've found the X that marks the Sabina, start digging. <laughs> if you need a map, that's kind of uh, odd. <laughs> It's best to use a bald shovel, but if you don't have one, your bare gerbils will do. <laughs> 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 uh, 
When you hear gobbledygook, <laughs> yeah. When you hear gar- gobbledygook, you can stop digging. Pull out the chests and look inside. There might be enough treasure inside to make you stupid. <laughs> but if you've pulled out a clamshell bra filled with sand and noses, don't feel too cheap. It's not the end of the skin dye, matey. <laughs> It's not the end of the. It's not the end of the skin die, matey. You know what they say. If at first you don't succeed, poke, poke again. <laughs> I hope I spoke like a pirate, as best I could, like an angry Irishman, as you heard on Good Mythical Morning. Was that a clamshell bra? Clamshell bra, yeah. Somebody in the chat room put clamshell. I think Heather or somebody put clamshell bra. Bravo, Heather. So, yeah, it worked. A full a clamshell bra full of sand and noses. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that might be the name of tonight's show. Yeah. Uh who knows? Anyway. You saw the Angry Irishman on Good Mythical Morning, huh? I did, I did, yeah. Uh, that, they basically described uh, speaking like a pirate as, as just being angry and Irish sounding, you know. <laughs> yes. Because if I just go and ask you to walk the plank, it doesn't sound too terrible. But if I say, oh, if I see matey, walk the plank, sounds terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I've been working on my Irish accent. My, my other... No, I, I can't even do it now. I've had too many drinks. Um, no, that's how you do it. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Well, yeah, you're right, really. Yeah. I am Here Irish, so keeping it real. <laughs> remember, remember what yeah. happened when Peter Griffin landed their plane on the Irish airport. They're pushing all the beer bottles out of the way. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. Oh, not me precious beer bottles. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's wrap things oh. up right now. Hmm? Stop it. Brandy, no, Brand, Brandy, yeah. you're a fine Brandy, Brandy's speaking up right now. Yep. Wow! I love you, Brandy. Right back at you. I'm a grumpy old man too. So, anyway, all right. Uh, parting shots. Reverse alphabetical order. Let's stay with it. Miles, what do you got? Uh well, uh, uh, well, be sure to tune in uh, Sunday night at my check radio for more Schadenfreude. I'm sure it'll just get better. So, short Brandy sweet. agrees. Don't don't shush that kitty. I like it. <laughs> so, I wish my cats would do that. They just get passive aggressive, and they're like, "Oh no, we're gonna fu- you're, I'm gonna lead you. When you stand up, I'm gonna lead you to where I want to go, and you're gonna do what I want you to do." I'm like, "Fuck you guys." Seriously, <laughs> it's not dinner time. So, but no, uh, but yeah, but, and thank you, Miles, for, for being with us, uh, tonight. Um, I had a good time. I hope you did too. Okay. Excellent. Uh, all right, Michelle, what's your parting shot? Or do you want to give it to Brandon Bear? Uh, I would give it to Brandy, <laughs> but he's in my lap right now and he's purring. So he's, oh, he's content. put his neck um, on the microphone. Put his neck on the uh, microphone. I can't blame him. That yeah. shuts me up too. He, he doesn't purr quite that much. He's not a loud purr. Oh, it's he's, okay. He's not like Timmy. Yeah. Timmy, Timmy, yeah. come in here. I'll put you on the air. <laughs> but, um, all I want to say is I, I'm sorry for getting a little emotional earlier. It's just, I am starting to get, I, 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 no, I'm not saying I'm starting. I am beaten down. 
this whole political spectrum has been pounding me and pounding me and oh, pounding me. You know? I understand. I'm just frustrated. I want something to happen. And when I see Nancy Pelosi just saying, well, it's not on the table or, you know, we got to take our time. I don't want that time to be taken anymore. I want at least some action being taken. I want somebody to come out there and say, look, this is what we have to do. We'll start proceedings now. Yeah, some nothing may come of it, but we need to get this stuff out in the open. You know? I concur. And, and when you have these people, like with the latest hearings and stuff like that, and where these, these Republicans are blatantly flaunting the fact that they don't have to say crap because the mm-hmm. president has given them immunity. Screw that. Subpoena them. Get them in there. And when they when they decide to stop not answer questions like that doofus did, arrest them. Yeah. Prosecute them. Or at least start some proceedings against them. We have power. We're just not amen. using it. And that makes me sad. Amen. You got the amen there, Michelle, oh. on the way up. Thank you. No Sorry. problem. Thank you. Thank you. Because uh, I can cover. Brandy with you. supports me. There you go. Brandy, you're a fine cat. What a good cat you will be. So, <laughs> um, uh, but no, uh, it, yeah, I appreciate that, and thank you, Michelle, for helping out tonight. We really, really appreciate that. Glad to. Yeah. And Destroyer Kurt says, "Hell yeah, Michelle," and. Uh, <laughs> And Nancy Pelosi, if 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 you fuck this one up, guess who you can blame? Blame yourself. There you go. Yes. Herb Kane said it right. There. Blame yourself. And also, stupid people are ruining America. Yeah, like the stupidest one in the White House. Jesus God. All right, Joe Santorsa, Grand Pennsylvania. You get the last uh, last word. Well, I get the last word, but next to last. You word. get the last word. I do. I get next to last. Well. Here in the Electric City, we would just like to thank all the teenagers of the world who walked out of school today to bring to attention the most dangerous thing that's going on right now, which is our planet is dying. Yes. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully that our, our younger generation coming up, these teenagers, have their uh, sights set on doing something about it and good for them. And good for them walking out and good for them protesting. Yeah. And bringing it to the attention in the forefront. More politicians should be doing this. It mm-hmm. isn't fair. We're going to be gone, and these teenagers are going to inherit what? A dead planet. Yeah. yeah. There is no planet. As one sign said, there is no planet B. Yeah, I want to thank conservatives like Buck Sexton for making fun of uh, teenage activists uh, for the environment. Because when they see you do that, you basically inspire, you know, millions more kids to look at you and point at you and laugh. Mm-hmm. That's right. And th- and say, fuck you for leaving us a dead planet. Yeah. And not, not caring. And they're right. And thank you. Definitely. Sometimes you have to take things into your own hands. And they're doing that. They are. They are absolutely. Because we've, we've obviously yeah. failed them. Bravo to them. They need to. And many to, of them will be yeah. voting for the first time next next year. Yeah. So, amen to you, Joe, for bringing it up, and amen to the kids who are uh, trying to save uh, the only Earth we have. Amen. You know. Amen. Yes. It ain't the comic books. 
This ain't Crisis on Infinite Earths. We got one, buddies. One. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you. Uh, thanks. Thank you, all three of you. Thank you, Rain and Bob. I, I know they, they uh, you know, we got our wires crossed, but turned out to be a good show. Rain will be back with us on Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you uh, to Psy Guy for calling in tonight. We really appreciate that. Check out Mike Check Radio, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. And because uh, I'll be there, I'm going to be talking. Uh, I got another role playing game in the mail we'll talk about. Ooh. And uh, of course, um, maybe Michelle and I will have, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have a review of the new wave of Mego Monster figures. Oh, I'm hoping so. I'm looking I know forward to that. you're gonna have your you're gonna leave yours carded, but I I bought doubles for myself to leave one carded and open another, so I can give the full on review. But we can we can you know, fingers crossed they arrive tomorrow. The pack it I think they will, I think they will. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, you know, uh, uh, uh we love you all. Take care of one another. If you see somebody who's feeling down, do whatever you can in your your power to to lift them up, and uh, you know don't lose hope because as ugly as things get, uh, just know that Joe, how ugly were things with with Nixon, in that people thought he'd never be gone, but then tonight I played a bit of audio that was forty five years old that. Mm-hmm. Within months of of that audio that I played, Nixon was fucking hitting the road. He he resigned. He was gone. Almost three months to the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I'm sure you probably thought that would never end back in the day, but it did end. No, it was uh, excruciating. Yeah. So. And it went on forever, forever, forever. But in the end, he was gone. Yeah. We will outlast this nonsense, folks. So, uh, but yeah, but again, take care of one another, lift each other's spirits the best way you know how, and we'll see you on Tuesday. And again, don't forget 1015 right here, right after this show, the Lunatic Parade, their report on all the Marvel news from San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Uh, and yeah, thank you, Cousin Curtis, for joining us in the chat, and Trent, and everybody else involved in the Lunatic Parade, and we'll see you on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Did you ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did! I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb! I'm smart! And I want respect!